everyone, it's Drop Frames time. We got Zeke. We got Co. We have the Herald of Darkness himself, Mr. Cox. First name. Hey, what up? <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jesse. How you been? Good, good. How are y'all doing? You know, <laughs> not not. We're not wow, too shabby. Ouch. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. we're doing okay. That's what I'm here for. Let's go. You gotta match, yeah. you gotta match go. the show energy. Yeah. How did you get the name Herald of Darkness? Where did that come from? Well, I mean, well, he's I, not the I, champion of champion. light. He's not the I champion. The champion I don't think I you're the, the champion bearer. of light. No, I don't. I'm, I, maybe I'm all three, bro. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. 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 Who could say? Who could say? Uh, maybe I can brighten up and be the champion of light. There you go. Yeah. Now, now you're a little blue, though. Now, now, okay, Hold on, now we can get there. Eh, sure, I'm. I'm not gonna color balance you live on air. Uh, <laughs> I refuse to I do this. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. I love the 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 Charlie Kelly like red strings like whiteboard you have behind you. That's great. Oh yeah, I got all sorts of got props and things happening. Yep. Yeah, he brought yeah. props. He's got to stand up. And you can't he... see it; it's cut off. But I got a I got a mask over here. Oh yeah, you can't. I got an That's FBI right. hat over here. I got a whole. I got props, yeah, baby. You got a little deer mask. I'm like there. the carrot top of Twitch. Yeah. Oh wow, true. Is that a good thing? <laughs> do you, when do, when does this <laughs> reference for like three people watching? Yeah. When are you going to do, uh, when are you going to start with the steroids? I'm very into prop comedy. <laughs> yeah. Prop comedy and steroids. That's Jesse's two yep, big things. Yep. Actually, I'm, I'm on steroids right now. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. I forgot you were, uh, you finally went to the doc. Let's round of applause for a man going to a doctor. Woo! Thank you. Thank you very Woo, much. Woo, big, big moment. In it was a big moment. Life. It was. It was a big moment. It was. <laughs> you got some steroids, huh? They, they fixed you right up. Uh, I actually did the antibiotics first. I didn't do it. So now I'm doing the steroids and hoping that does. So Jesus. Yeah. Well, then on. Yeah. Fun. Did, they get, did they put a name to it? The, the no. disease you have? <laughs> no, <laughs> no okay. clue. Yeah. Colphitis. I think. Uh, yes. Yeah. Concrud. Concrud. You will. Yeah. 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 Jesse, were you at TwitchCon? You didn't go to TwitchCon. I was. Right? You were. Oh, yeah. that's right. You're on a panel together. I forgot about that. You didn't get sick, right? Yes. Or did you get sick? Uh, I got a cold, but it was only oh. like, um, I don't know, two days. It wasn't huge. Okay. You escaped yeah. unscathed. I was I was at TwitchCon for approximately nine hours. So, oh, so you got the nine-hour version of, of whatever. Yeah, else I got, got the short version. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes that sense. That was good. Yep. Yeah. The smart. Yeah. Smart. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're going to start off today's show uh, with a little bit of a spoiler cast for Alan Wake 2 since we all finished it uh, this past week. And then once the spoiler tags are gone, that means you can tune back in if you don't want spoilers. I would suspect it'll probably be an hour, but I'm not going to stop the conversation if it's a flowing. Uh, and then we'll get into all of the news and stuff because there is a decent amount uh, this past week with like GTA 6 being announced i guess uh with some other stuff as well golden joysticks are out there we can kind of talk about the winners we got nominations tomorrow for the uh, the at i don't want to say the actual game awards maybe that's a little bit <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly yeah we'll talk about that when we get to it <laughs> and then whatever else is going on uh in the world of video games so uh spoilers are going out now this is now a spoiler cast you've been locked into a spoiler cast we can now spoil the game you've been warned it's happening 
I'm not going to say it again. Okay, here we go. We gave everyone every chance possible to get out of the show if they don't want uh, spoils for Alan Wake 2. Um, Alan Wake kills Dumbledore. Oh, God. I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it there at the end. It was Crazy wild. crossover <laughs> moment. Yeah. Unexpected. Yeah. yeah. It was wild. It was wild. It was wild. We've, uh, me, me, Zeke, and Co. have kind of all talked about the game. I think for now, this is the third week running. Uh, so we're a little bit of old news in that regard, Jesse. But we'll ask you. old news in general. Yeah, just, we're just old in general. This is the old in person's general. podcast, yeah. Uh, but for you, Jesse, how'd you enjoy the game? We'll just start there. What, uh, what'd you think of Alan Wake 2? Uh, I mean, I loved it. I am curious what, uh, the three of you, like your exposure to the remedy is. Mm. as someone who is like deep in it, it checked all the boxes for me. Yeah. I was like, yup, yup, yup. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, I'd love if a game is weird. I will play it. I am in to play it and I will deep dive it. That's like, uh, you know, when people make a five hour long video about like dark souls lore, that's how I am about remedy games. Sure. I'm like, Oh, what was that? And how'd that work? And what was that thing? Yeah. And especially Alan Wake too, it starts connecting things in a way that I'm so pleased with. So yeah. do you think yeah. that's a question I have, have for people who really get into the lore of things like, do you think, or I guess the better question would be, how often do you look at something <laughs> that is that is you find out is is not what you thought it was, but you're like you're looking for signs everywhere to link this to this and that to that. How often do you do that like incorrectly? Is that is it a lot or not so much? Um, it depends on the little breadcrumbs left. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'll, people accuse me of, of pre-spoiling a thing because I'll just make <laughs> a comment of like, okay, that's definitely this. And it comes true, but it's not because I'm some sort of futuristic precog uh, helping Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, one of the Toms. Um, it's because <laughs> somewhere in the plot, they already dropped the tidbit and I just saw it. and was like, I'm going to put that away and make a call later. And usually good storytelling does that. It is almost always because the writers have created all the tools necessary for you to make like, oh, that's what that connection is. And um, this game does that a lot. Alan Wake 2 absolutely nails connectors. And in ways that if you play or have played all the different Remedy games, it's like mind-blowing some things that are in this game. And they don't give you answers. And they may never give you an answer. Yeah. But the fact that you can make the inference as to what it actually means, you're like, that's some good writing right there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. Well, I've, I, cause I've done like, there's, there's certain like universes or, or series or whatever, like that I, that I have been into in the past. And I'll look at a stick and be like, they left that stick there because of this thing in this episode of this game and that, like, and, and I'd just be like, dude, it's just a stick, homie. Like, <laughs> but it looks like that, doesn't it? Like, come on, come, come on. That's a, that, that was like, you could see that, right? <laughs> sure. I think the difference is in this game, everything that is meant to be seen has a purpose. Like, er, okay. like if they're creating something to add to this, it isn't like if it's a stick, it's going to be a stick that like, Yo, that's the stick from this other thing because it looks exactly like that. You know what I mean? It's a rubber like if you duck. Find a note. Type, type, right? Yeah, like the rubber ducks. <laughs> that's a perfect example. Yeah. The rubber ducks in this game could literally be nothing. 
It could be exactly what you're talking about, Zeke. It could be nothing. But if you play control, there's like a whole other level of, wait a minute, that could be something. But yeah. they never say that well, it is. It just could be. The thing, I didn't see any rubber ducks. Really? I didn't see, like. Oh, no, I, I saw them I everywhere. Know. I saw them in really? the. Because the... I wouldn't have known that reference. I yeah. would have got, the, like, to answer your previous question, Jesse, like, as far as the Remedy verse goes, I think I'm probably like a 7 out of 10 because I played, mm -hmm. you know, Alan Wake, Control, uh, all the Max Paynes. Like, I, I missed a couple of DLCs. I didn't play Quantum Break, unfortunately. Um, but. There were a lot of references that I didn't get. And if I saw Rubber Duck, I would have pointed it out and I didn't see right. one for some reason. Yeah. The one that I remember yeah, um, uh, right off the bat was in the uh, the well. Uh, when you go down the well and fight the... Or, or Sorry, not the well. When you go down... I think there might have been one actually in the well. But when you go to the, the Valhalla nursing home, that fight, that boss fight, there's a Rubber Duck you walk like in floating around where you do the actual boss fight. Yep. Yeah. That was the one I remember mm. seeing. Uh, damn. Yeah, there's, a, there's eyes open. a bunch everywhere. Like, if you just keep trying to explore, like, I was uh, obsessive with this game. I saw on yeah, IGN, we're watching they said you it took here. 17 hours to beat. <laughs> they said it took 17 hours to beat. I think I took 32. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to find everything and see everything. And I would spend time just sitting there theory crafting, like, all right, hold on. What could this mean? What is this thing? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love about these games is it, it it's like, um, the same level of giving you the ability to create what's going on in your head that a, a Dark Souls game would give you without the stress of playing a Dark Souls game. <laughs> it's the exact same vibe. Sure. Yeah, I think I actually... Well, you, you're fine with horror games, one would say, right? You, you're, you don't mind oh, the, yeah. the spookies. Yeah. For me, this yeah. was more stressful. You give stressful. me a gun, I'm fine with horror games. If I don't have a gun, it's, I'm like, <laughs> you're why, okay, why can't I throw these things at them? Why are they chasing me? Oh, yeah, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's start here then. Let's get to the spoilers. Jesse, tell me why the deer. What, what's the deal with the deer? I didn't understand anything with the deer. Is it because she's a sage or some shit? Is that? <laughs> I don't know why there was, well, I, why there were eight deer that you could touch and then a deer let you into a hotel room and you got a bunch of stuff from it. So I think it all stems from deer fest. Yeah. And the fact that the town's using deer and the fact that 90% of the art on the walls and photos is like of deer or of people hunting, hunting deer. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning of the game, when you come out of the lake, there's like dead deer everywhere. Right. Um, it, there's a lot I of think, symbolism in the, yeah. I think JB's question is what is Saga's connection to the deer? Is that correct? I mean, why? Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. I mean, why? Why the deer ultimately? Because deer that fest was, was I, had, I had that kind of question too, I, though. Like, I know why. Why deer uh, in general? Because of deer fest, and it's a you know, it's a thing. Like coming from Montana, we have weird like festivals like that. Yeah. So that didn't that the but her connection, her personal connection to touching like deer and stuff like that, that confused me. Like, I, I wondered what that what that was. Yeah. I mean, I think as you keep touching the deer it's very obvious that she uh is not a fan of um like hunting. they're them yeah them being hunted but really like, at, at its core the deer are just another crazy ass manifestation of stuff from the cauldron lake like it is just warping reality and changing reality and so it's just another one of those things where the town is deer themed and deer appear around the town and it's just another kind of like ship ship weird here 
dude. Like things are weird. Yeah. And so it's less of like, oh, that's very important, more of just flavor for the world that you're currently in. It makes it a little bit weirder if you know you pet a deer and then in your mind place the deer's like four left for four remaining you're yeah. like what <laughs> yeah um it's just uh it's just more creepy kind of well this place is strange what's going on here but it's also a lot of red herring stuff because a lot of the deer things are meant to throw you off well that's i mean so as soon as they introduced uh tor and odin and then the whole like I'm your grandpa type deal, and that she has that she has the mind place and she could, like all that shit. I immediately was like, oh, is this like a Norse thing, right? Is is that all red herrings, or is that the question not answered, or like is her mom Freya, and that's why she's a seer and can and has a relationship to deer, or is none of that a thing? That's so, where my mind is like, I don't know if any of that yeah, is real. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's all open to interpretation. They really don't spell it out to you. But deer in Norse mythology is a thing. Yeah. I do not know their names, but I know specifically there are deer that, like, munch on Yggdrasil. I don't mm-hmm. know if they eat the tree or they eat, like, the stuff that falls off the tree. But it's like a thing. And so if you have Valhalla Nursing Home and you have Tor and Odin and Baldur, you have all these Like, there are connections. Clearly there are connections. And they want you to make those assumptions, but they're not going to, I don't think they're going to spell it out for you. Yeah. Do you think they ever will? Also, it's been kind of a running theme. I, I think that it's more a, like in a, all the a games reaction to their heritage. Well, not necessarily in all the games, but I think in this case, they wanted to kind of focus on it to draw the connections between the familiar bonds. So that was mm-hmm. just one of the methods that they used to kind of make that a more concrete thing, to, to make it so there were actual breadcrumbs between it, like using, you know, familial themes that were already established. Sure. Yeah. Suppose that makes sense. Oh, interesting. I just looked this up because I was like, okay, I got it. I got to know. So uh, obviously Sam and team do their homework and you know, the scenes when you're in the mind palace, mind place, yeah. and she's like sitting there and then behind her is that deer head. But like when it starts to get all weird, yeah. you see that only the antlers in the shadow, um, apparently, uh, the antlers are an extension, uh, of the part of the head of the deer. This refers to an expansion of one's mind and consciousness. So that's another fun little thing to throw it in there. Like thematically and, and Norse thematically, mythology. Yeah. 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 In Norse hmm. mythology. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad that I, I, I actually caught that. <laughs> not, not the actual yeah. meaning of it, but I was like, they set that up. So the shadow horns come out of her head. Yeah. Yep. Well, and the, cool. the other thing too is, is it's been a while since I've played control. You were kind of asking what our knowledge is of everything. Uh, I've played everything except for uh, quantum, whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. Quantum break. Uh, I think co was the only one of the three of us to play that Zeke. Did you play quantum Mm -hmm. break? No. Yeah. That was one of the remedies I missed. It was uh, how let's, let me just jump back real quick to that. How much of a tie in is there apart from the sheriff? Like, uh, uh, there's, there's a great deal. So, the the three major things from Quantum Break are um, one, the swirly symbol, the, oh, that's the, the symbol Break? that's on all the doors, on the writing like two and in control. Yeah, uh, that shows up in that game, so it's very clear early oh. on they were going to use that for something, right? That had a point. That shows up in in uh, Quantum Break. Um, obviously, in Quantum Break, Jack Joyce. I boy, I hope that's his name. 
Uh, Sean Ash, Ashmore, he is the main character of that. And mm-hmm. he is like the time jumping guy, right? He quantum breaks. Fun thing, his name in Alan <laughs> Wake 2 is T- Tim Breaker, which is very close to Time Breaker. I'm Breaker. Um, <laughs> in in um, Quantum Break, one of the characters that is constantly giving poor Jack a hard problem is a man named Mr. Hatch. And Mr. he Hatch. is played by Lance Reddick, who passed away. And yeah. now in this game is Mr. Door. And the fun thing is, is when you see Tim on his notes that he writes on his whiteboard, he literally has a whole thing where it's like door or, or he's like portal. He like, it's all the source for all these different things. The only thing left out is hatch, right? Which is yep. like, okay. They wanted us to see that. Um, in, in the game, uh, in, in Alan Wake two on his little board, he has a whole thing about like, there's this redheaded woman and sure you could absolutely think that that is Jesse Faden. But the Courtney Hope, the same actress, is a character in Quantum Break. So, like, they are leveling it on. And I think the reason why they're not coming out and just absolutely saying stuff is because they don't own Quantum Break and they don't own yep. Max Payne. Yeah. So they're exactly just right. like. Which brings up an interesting gonna... question. Would we have seen Jesse McFadden instead of the redhead in Quantum Break or vice versa? If like, did they in for control? Mm. Was that supposed to be a, a similar character? Do you think, or was that supposed to be just so, completely? So I think a different it's version in, in, of in her? control. In control, it absolutely is a different person. Yeah. But Alan Wake Two posits that there are multiple. So like the way that's what it I'm works, talking about. Yeah, yeah. So like the way it works in Alan Wake Two is that there are realities and then dimensions. And so there's like I'm not sure which is which really, but basically there <laughs> are things like, um. There are things like uh, the Hiss place or the Dark place, right? Those are their own things. And then there's like alternate realities, which are the, the, the Max Payne reality and the Quantum Break reality. And they are sort of, and they both can exist. Um, but the main reality is the control reality. Like the one that, like, that's our real the old house, world. the oldest house. Yeah. yeah, that's our real world. The but the oldest house next to all those things. Right. So you're, you're saying that Alan Wake's two world is not the same world as the oldest house. Oh world? no, it is. Alan Wake's okay. two. Alan right. Wake two is in the exact same world's control, same as Alan Wake and that, one. And that's quote the but, real world. Yes, but Max okay. Payne and Quantum Break are alternate realities, which is what Tim Tim says. Like, look, I've seen other versions of myself. Right. And so basically, that's the hint that like, okay, so Tim is also Jack, but he's not. They're not going to say it because they don't own the property, but like, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, chat, uh, informed me now and informed me multiple times throughout the playthrough that in quantum break, the plot of Alan Wake two is on a, uh, like a, a yes, board. The books. It's on the books yeah. or something the, like that. The Very books, early there's on the, in the books game. that say initiate, initiate, uh, initiate return, all that kind of stuff. They're actually in on a thing in quantum break. Yeah, there's a chalkboard that like lists out stuff. Basically, what ended up happening is they were going to make an Alan Wake 2 and then didn't. Uh, For whatever reason, I'm sure it was something that happened. And so they made Quantum Break instead. So, like, they had Alan Wake 2 planned. Yeah. It was the thing that was going to happen. And it just didn't. Sure. Uh, For 13 years. (laughs) Right. For 13 years, which they tied in to the, you know, into the the meta of it all. 
which is uh mm-hmm. which is kind of cool um are we have we by the way just a little side note have we agreed on what what we call like the rcu the remedy verse like <laughs> what do we call it <laughs> i don't know they haven't really said anything themselves but okay i don't know what i don't know what like, the heard, fandom is calling it either i have had many people call it remedy verse remedy verse yeah remedy verse makes sense yeah okay yeah Okay. Because they're making, I mean, the, the coolest thing about this whole thing is, again, like Jess was talking about tying it back to control, the fact that they can really do anything with this story and narrative because of the AWE thing, where, I mean, they can, mm-hmm. th- those things have unlimited power, they're completely unexplored, they can basically do whatever they want with them to use them as narrative mechanics, mechanical devices, machines. Yeah. And now, you know, we're seeing, like, Alan Wake 2 is just exploring one of the plethora that are available for them to do. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a very wild thing. I mean, they could... They can get to the point where they justify why Quantum Break and Max Payne aren't around in the universe because of an AWE. They could just make up an right. AWE that makes it like that those schism off and split off some for some reason, you know? So it's a it's a very cool premise that they're yeah. playing with right they now. They do very smart things where they don't ever specifically spell stuff out. They'll give you enough clues for you to figure it out yourself. There's nothing that they're like, this is exactly what it is. Like a great example, and I don't wait too, there's a lot of um, footage and talk about that creepy ass movie that uh, Tom Zane know. made. If, if you watch, yeah. did you watch the whole film? I watched the whole in film in the movie theater. Yeah, which was a fucking weird ass movie, but it had so many Crazy. parallels. It's like it's absolutely insane. But the thing about that is, if you're like a huge control nerd like me, you're like, hold up. You go back, you look at one of the DLCs, and and part of the story was the fact that. There is a camera, like a like a movie camera, that's been floating around throughout, you know, the the universe of of Remedy. That whenever it films something, it brings it to life, and it's like, okay, hold up. If that camera existed in the '60s, could Thomas Zane have used that to make his film? And that's why everything is like happening. And to he him? could have created Alan Wake. Yeah, like Alan yeah, Wake like, could have just be a creation of Thomas Zane. And there's Which is so why they look similar things. and why they have... Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's so why Ati calls him Tom. Yeah, like, There's so was, many different cool things. Thing. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, why okay... Why he finds Thomas Zane in the room was. and it's him? Yes. But he's at, but even Thomas is acting like it's a different person and that he knows what's going on. And then Thomas and, and the... Oh, anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and in that room, the control team is trying to contact him in that room and they're looking, they're like... Yo, Alan, like, why would they contact Thomas Zane's room? You I mean, like that kind of stuff where it's like, hold up. What is actually happening in this story? And I think that's very, and who very knows smart what, them. most importantly, like does mm-hmm. is control is, are the, are the, are the people at control aware of what Thomas is and what Alan is? And like, they get there and, and they keep calling Alan like, yeah, he does have the potential to be involved with the AWE, but they call Alan an AWE. They're saying he is the AWE. So yeah. if they know that, are they saying that they know Thomas Zane created him and he's this fictitious character that was created by the second? Here, so, yeah. Here's the thing. In mm. that, in the Dark Place verse, you can't create... You oh, they can't also called him a pair of utilitarian. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You can't create something out of nothing, right? So, and Alan Wake must exist. He's just manipulated by the story. So the question is like, all right, well, who are these people? Like, what's going on? Maybe Alan is like maybe it's one of those things where it's like alan scratch and thomas are like an id ego super ego situation like who knows who knows what's going on with them yeah that's a cool idea where they're all the same yeah well we know i mean we know that's, scratch that's and alan that, are the same 
We know that yeah. Scratch and Alan are the same. We know we know that yeah. Scratch is basically the the uh, um, the possessed version of Alan, but it's the same person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but then the whole thing that they never really explain is the Tom Allen connection. And I was really hoping they were going to do that by the end of the game, make that a lot more clear. They they same. decided to go ahead and make concrete the connection between Alan and Scratch, but they never make the connection between Tom, Alan, why Ati calls him that. And all of that stuff. There's got to be something much deeper there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. like, I wonder. I wonder if that's going to be something they kind of flirt with later. I'm sure. I'm sure it will be. But it's crazy stuff. I'm reading all the different uh, things from checks. There's so many other threads. Like Jesse knows Tom Zane is a poet, not a movie director. Yep. The FBC tells her that she's wrong. Uh, <laughs> and he's yeah. It's and, and I think. Don't they even call him Tom the Poet? Doesn't even Ati call him Tom the Poet? Yeah, one of his his last book is literally that. The one that he goes missing at. Oh, right. That's the name of the book is Tom the Poet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the, the film. Person. Right. The film. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah. But again, it's one of those things where if you watch the full film, it's like, hold up. How is Alex Casey here? How is Ati doing the music for it? How, like, there's all these different things, and it makes you... Again, question 90% of this game, I always knew what was going on, but then every time would be like, but is this real? Is what I think true? Or is this another, like... Well, they do that at the very end. Is any of this real? I mean, that's the end of the game, too, which we we haven't really discussed, but, like, I was kind of upset when the credits rolled, and I knew nothing. (laughs) Like, there was no... dude, I love the fact that they never had the girls... They never had the woman's daughter pick up the phone. Yeah, that was, that that's was like the like, Inception yes. fucking thing, and that pissed me off too. <laughs> that was wild. That was like, wild. I wanted to know. I wanted, and I, who knows if they'll go back? And, I, they might, but I'm sure there'll be more questions uh, if they ever revisit they revisit that in Wake Three somewhere down the line. Yeah, I'm, I mean, there's two DLC coming, so yeah. we'll get something. Um, we're definitely going to get an FBC DLC, which will give us a lot more knowledge about what's going on in Control 2, potentially, yeah. because I was having trouble because there's a whole bit where they're like, yeah, ever since the uh, Federal Bureau of Control went silent, I'm like, hold up. Yeah. How did that happen? And I tried to figure out like mentally what the timeline was, and I guess maybe because it's 2023 in this game and all the stuff in Control, I thought maybe the Alan Wake DLC in Control took place during the same time as this. No, nah, the message at the end is from the future. Yeah. So clearly there's something still dude, going on dude. in the oldest house. You ready for this? You ready? You ready for something we talked about at the end of my run? Then I'm 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 gonna take a big stab here. It's a big stab. Hit me. Here oh, we God. go. They never explain why this stuff's happening in 2013. They have a monitoring station there, everything's flipping out, everything just happens. My guess, control two is going to be in parallel with Adam Alan Wake 2, and it's going to be about AWEs all over the world activating for some unknown purpose at the same time, and Alan Wake is just one of them. So the oldest house is going to go dark, Control 2 is going to be trying to figure out why that's happening, and Alan Wake 2 is just one of many different events happening all at the same time that you're going to be dealing with in Control 2, trying to bring the oldest house back online and getting all these AWEs under control. So I love that idea, but my posit for you is, before Control 2, we're going to get a four-player co-op Control-esque game. That is one of the two games they're working on. Really? And I am and I wonder if it's going to be like a Left 4 Dead thing where Dude. you're doing, if you're going around to different AWEs as a team, to stop, like, that could be fun. 
Or what if that's the entire precursor to the house getting taken over and shut down? What if that game is defending against whatever is trying to shut down the house and at the end of that game is when it wins and all the events start for Alamo 2 and Control 2? I mean, I'm here for all of it. Like in my <laughs> mind, yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for <laughs> I'm waiting for the Avengers moment. You know, like this is clearly Where Jesse and Alan like, Lake if, meet up. Is that what's the Avengers I'm moment? I'm not I'm talking Jesse, Alan, Tim, bring everyone. Yeah. Saga can show up. Everyone can show. Up. I want it to be like. Now we're gonna get real weird, Mister like, Dorm. Figure out who he is, and he's been on our team the whole time. <laughs> I, I mean, like it's fun. Like Mister Door as a character is great because that dude is like a Q level enigma. He is everywhere and nowhere. His name is just like Mister Door because he's between the doorway of all realities, and he's not a good guy. He's not really a bad guy. He's just kind of like. Y'all keep dragging me into this bullshit, and I hate it. And I got, he's like, Alan, grow up. Like, st- you're making your own troubles, dude. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, he's very interesting, and is definitely 100% Saga's dad. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. completely. 100%. Yeah. I and, thought so, oh, too. by the way, so in this crazy stuff behind me, let me see if I can get the spelling right. Uh, but um, Mr. Door, as we know, is potentially... Uh, uh, Freya's Pat. husband, Saga's oh, yeah. dad, and in Norse mythology, Freya is married to Odor, Odur, something like that, and I think that's very cute if that's where they pulled that from. Um, and that it also another, like, worked with like the parallel to Hatch, like the fact that that there's no way that's just a coincidence <laughs> that they've been cooking on that for this long. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Also. <clears throat> Uh, Freya's husband was known as the guy who traveled between realms. So, like, oh, you know, do you even? I mean, it, oh man, is this like entire game it. just going to be like Norse mythology? That's like, what I hope. Kind of retelling of Norse mythology. I hope that. But everyone, like, when I brought that up, everyone was like, "No, that's not. It's all those are they're just names. That's like a red herring." Like, I don't know. I, mean, I, well I don't be. know. Like, I, like even in control, like Ati and. But Ati's uh, Finnish. He is. He is. But didn't he? What? I forget. What was his relationship to the trees? He is he? Because in control, remember Ati, when he, when you go to the where you see all the roots. He was or in whatever? a forest. He was, yeah, in, the he was forest? in a forest. Is that what it was? Okay. And that forest so. is like the cabin that he's at in control is in Alan Wake too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so. Again, I don't, they leave so many little breadcrumbs. Like when you go see Ati in like the foundations of the oldest house, there's literally like a chisel drawing of what has to be Yggdrasil. Like right. it has yeah. to be. Yeah, that's what I remember. And and when he, when you complete the maze, he gives you the headset and he's like, these are some of my friends. And so like clearly he knows the old gods of Asgard, right? But Ati is basically like a Finnish water deity. So, I mean like, Mr. Door could be something from another pantheon of gods. Like, who knows? Like, it could be a uh, whole thing. Like, maybe there's alternate realities and maybe there's different things. And they all are just like, we're just trying to save the world, y'all. And you guys make it very hard. <laughs> Keep it open to just, portals uh, and weird things. Yeah. A little search. Uh, Freya was married to, married to Odd, also spelled Odor, uh, O-D-U-R. Uh, about whom little else known, except that they had a daughter named Hanas, who was uh, said to be beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Odd was often away on travels. 
When he was gone, Freya wept tears of pure gold in her longing for him. Sometimes she traveled in search of Odd and adopted other names. So Mm -hmm. her looking for it, it's, yeah, there's parallels for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's very clear that they take a lot of time to grab onto things, but never, like, I imagine most of their writing is obfuscation where they're just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, this is what it is. How do you make it seem like that's not the case? You know what I mean? I feel like they have a lot of that. It's I, it's the kind of thing where they come up with the, the end of the story first, and then they kind of trace that backwards and wanting to breadcrumb as best they can without actually divulging anything for sure. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I think is and, brilliant. And I think that lends to exactly what Jesse was talking about at the beginning, which makes this game so fun, is because sometimes they give you like that one little perfect sentence that will tip you off the slightest bit to what <laughs> to what's going on. Um, then, like I got to admit, the, the time skip thing, that threw me for a full loop. That was awesome. I loved that. That was the first time when I was actually like, oh, like there was nothing about it. Like, this is awesome. Okay. I knew the Alan Wake thing and, and Scratch thing when he came out. I was like, okay, is that Alan or Scratch? Like that was a little bit of a Oh, thing. yeah. It was, but yeah, the whole totally like scratch, the summoning like... then did the thing back then, that ties into t- like time travel, which they don't really play with too much with the rest of it. Like it brings up a whole lot of other questions. Yeah. Um, so the that yeah, happened, that was cool. The minute it happened, time, like, time traveling thing, I was like, hold on. If time travel relates to the dark place, the dark place has no time. Does that mean potentially the Alex Casey in the dark place was the Alex Casey that got sucked in later in the game, but he was in the past and the, like anything is possible at that point. You can literally, anything could be true. It could be like the Alex Casey that Alan saw earlier in the game was actually the Alex Casey that got taken over by Scratch later in the story, and then he got sucked in the dark you mean place. In the alley? And then he's like back in the beginning messing with Alan. Like anything is possible at that point because time has no meaning in the dark place. Right. Like someone in my chat is, is like, it, I'm so lost, but I love everyone's energy. That's like that. a, that's Alan Wake in a nutshell. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. that game. I mean, it's it's I mean, twenty hours of game, confusion. Like like uh JP was saying whole idea of at the end it being like was the kid real who knows it does because alan wake like control is a different beast like control if you had to do like a what is the remedy verse control would be the first thing you talk about this idea of like this is what's real these are the rules there's the objects of power and alter world events and all these different things and you start from there and then it'd be like okay one of those alter world events is Alan Wake and and Bright Falls and Cauldron Lake. And in that Ultra World event, what is real? Who knows? The whole thing is like it's altering reality. And so a great example is Ati, who we know from Control, to have some sort of powers because he can pop up anywhere and he's always like mopping up the trouble. In this, <laughs> he's doing the same thing in the Dark Place, but then when he's in our reality at Bright Falls, there's literally a whole moment where Rose is like, oh, Auntie, he got in the janitor's closet again, and he likes doing that. He's old and senile. Just ignore him. And you're like, okay, what is what is the real, what is happening here? And they purposefully do that because they're awful. The, the revenue well, are like, Because <laughs> they're <laughs> awful. But I guess yeah. that raises the question, <laughs> if this, because you're talking about Rose when she says that, were those yeah. thoughts implanted because of Alan Wake's writing? And he saw Ati in the dark place, and that's why he wrote him into the story. But 
then he's at the then Ati's in the third floor of that building at the the nursing home and lets him Losing into the writing mind. room. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I don't. <laughs> so the the one thing I figured out that I think is true is that you know the moment when there's sort of like that climax where Alan's like. I have to write my way out. Saga, you and I need to work together, yeah. and we're going to make like a good story. But he says, you can't just bullshit your way out of a story. Like you can't. He's like, I'm my own Deus Ex Machina, but you can't like just create an ending out of nothing because that's not how story. Like he's like, good stories don't just like create nothing, like create some bullshit ending. You have to leave the breadcrumbs there. My thought process is at that moment because time does not matter anymore. All the things that were breadcrumbs along the way are things he went back and put in the story right he and so a them. great example yeah. of that is rose as a character rose the entire time saga's like what do you mean you're getting little notes from alan she's like oh yeah alan sends me stuff all the time that's and right yep. yeah that's one of those things that i think was retconned back into the story so that rose is involved with it and she's like oh yeah he sends me notes he sends me these things and even alan when he's he's, he's just like i don't remember all that but then that puts the idea in his head to send those things to Rose because Rose that. is one hundred percent a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. that's all the things that make no sense. She's like, "Oh yeah, he sent me letters and like newspapers and like in the clouds there was something." That's him adding it in so that by the end of the story it makes sense, and that's how he can escape. Someone in yep. chat just kind of threw a. There's a Star a, Trek episode about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some someone in chat said, "But what if Alice is the one leaving the notes for Rose?" I mean, look, it very well could be, but I feel like the hint is that Alan went back and changed the story. I'm curious. Alice seems to be the one who is helping Alan. As we, as we see, Alice is like, F it. I'm going back in the dark place. So yeah, all the, the all end, the yeah. things that helped Alan escape were because Rose was working on that as well. And I'm sure that will be a deal. It's probably the first DLC will be a little bit of, of well, Alice that, and Alan. The names of the DLC are out, right? I forgot what they were. Let me. Um, the second one is definitely the uh, the lake house or whatever it is. It's the one that yeah, is it's, locked it's off in this game. Night Springs and the lake house. Uh, and I yeah. think Night Springs is the first one. And Night Springs is the. the it's the TV show that. Yeah. Uh, yes. Who's in the it? Scary door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the Alan Wake used to write episodes for it, and it's kind of just like. You know, it's like, like the Twilight Zone scary type show. Shit. Yeah, but the, there, there's a thing at yeah. the very end, though. I remember when Saga is in the mind place in the uh, in her mind place in the dark place. In the dark place, yeah. <laughs> Which is just a weird sense. She looks at the TV or something, and I remember she says, "Like, oh, that was my father's and so and so's favorite show, or something like that." Well, no, no. She she says that's that's her daughter's. And and husband's favorite show to watch. Oh, it's that's, it, that's, that's what her, it is. Yeah. That's what it, it's. Yeah, yep. uh, David, uh, her her husband, and I forget. Uh, blanking. Uh, what's her daughter's name? Yeah, Logan's. Logan's. Logan. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so I wonder that's what that show. Like I don't know what that DLC is. Then, if it's those shows or. Well, so in Alan, I'm that. sure they'll do something different. But in Alan Wake One, for example, the first DLC was literally like. We're going to shoot stuff. Pew, pew, pew. Let's make the yeah. combat. Uh, and then the second DLC was like, yo, this is full story. We're going to give you a bunch of stuff. And then American Nightmare was like, 
you want to know who Scratch is? Let's talk about Scratch. And so that was, they may just make these very story heavy, but mm. we may get one that's like, um, we're going to do a lot of shooting and a lot of boss fighting. And, uh, you know, like in Control, when it's like this whole thing, we're going to fight a bunch of mold for a while. And you're like, oh, that's mold. right. I remember the I fucking the mold. mold DLC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hate the mold. I hated that shit. Yeah. But that was fun because what it taught you about Control is that the hiss were like, no big deal in comparison you know what i mean like there's clearly other terrible things out there yeah. so i think that's super interesting by the way speaking of like what's going on in her head the thing i absolutely loved is if you explored her head at the beginning of the game you would find the letter from the mom or the stuff about her daughter or all that stuff was there and so that's why i think the kid is real because before she starts getting manipulated there's things in her head from her life and then at the end of the game she uses that to get out of the dark place that's we can girl. assume the kid is real because of Tor and Odin. Like, they confirm yes. that those kids exist, that she was there, that that all actually happened. Mm -hmm. uh, I was definitely questioning that a little bit towards the end, too, and then really kind of went back and thought about it, and they, they confirm her very much yeah. that that is actually right. a thing. I think the whole phone call at the end thing is more not to say if she's real or not, but to see if they got there in time to change the story and how that was mm -hmm. going to affect it, um, which makes it yeah. even more kind of like of a mind effery. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm what else you my got, head chat? I'm ready. I'm <laughs> yeah, ready I'm wrapping my it. head around all that still. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah no, so for this thing, I wonder if the daughter really died, but it was just so much. She has physical items from her child being alive after the point right. the story said she drowned. So there, there is, it is much more than just like her not accepting the truth. It yeah. is, it is much more of a, did she get physically removed from reality via the story? Yeah. That's the that's the big thing they kind of play with. Well, is is there any other within the game or within the remedy verse, I guess, is there any other instances of Alan affecting things outside of the town besides the daughter? Um, no, at this point, no. So the Because like I mean, everyone understanding starting... that AWEs are they're contained right they're, they're localized, not, events. They're localized yeah. events yeah doesn't one but, of the control people say something that makes saga question if she's part of the story i'm trying to remember i think one of the control people say something yeah so there's, oh man basically the unlike the hiss in control which are, the hiss are kind of like a virus they just want to spread that's it that's all they want to do which by the way shout out to the remedy team for just constantly thinking ahead or at least being creative enough to use tidbits they leave, like the threads they leave dangling. Because in control, Jesse goes to see her brother. And her brother, they have a conversation where he's like, I was, he keeps talking about his weird dreams. And in one of his dreams, it's literally like, I met this guy named Mr. Door. And uh, he could walk between realities. And I was like, hey, what if you let me and my his friends like go through to a different reality? And he was like, no. I was like, mm, I didn't like Mr. Door very much. Like, that's a thing that's in control. It exists. So they were clearly like, all right, we'll just leave that in there. And if we come back to it, we come back to it. But it's a thing. And so I, I think, you know, the hiss are just kind of like a virus. The dark place is malevolent. It purpose, it wants out. It is trying dark, to yeah, the dark conscious. It's an yeah, entity, it has, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a thing. And it wants to like consume. And so they do a really great job of making the lake in the game grow and contrast and expand as you like fight back against it or as it starts to take over towns. And 
basically its power is growing and that's why it's like that it's like rippling and bubbling over you know it's more of a like an ocean instead of a lake right and it's 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 trying to expand and take over as much as possible and it's using its dark place energy to sort of change the story and so i think that dp energy (laughs) dp energy and it is trying to yeah a bubbling cauldron it's trying to bubble over and take over our reality and um that's why that's dangerous because it's it's expanding and so the idea that oh my god this could end up in virginia even though we're in washington that could be that could be trouble and so i think that's what it's trying to say uh but most i think are contained or something like the hiss where it's it's another reality uh, like this is very bad like this is a bad thing that's happening it's not a thing that happens all the time right yeah so real quick uh just clarify this for me um as far as the uh, cauldron lake and the dark place they're two separate things or does the or the dark presence does the dark presence make cauldron lake the dark the presence exists in the, the dark place dark, yes and cauldron lake is 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 a threshold or an overlap it is literally just a doorway okay okay there, they, there's a great example there's like a um, notes i think about how like animals birds like they do not birds don't even fly over the lake like they right. sense something awful in that lake yeah and so that's kind of ever since and again when did it open who knows it could have been well, when they, tom zane was there it could be way before that and it's always been there is it don't do they it could be after now it's just messing with us because time travel maybe yeah they, True. They, they mentioned early i think it's early in the game that it's or or maybe it's just a random thing that you find in that hut in the in the forest they mentioned that cauldron lake was a volcano or is on top of a volcanic something That's or a other caldera. Yeah. yeah yeah so caldera. it's like are they is that the scientific reason for this is that there's like all these fucking volcanic yeah or are they just saying like no we're Maybe that has something to do with why it is what it is, but maybe not. Who knows? We we generally do not know what was the catalyst to open that portal to the dark place. Okay. Like it isn't revealed yet. Yeah. Um, you know, like we learn in control what caused the hiss to come through, because the scientists and stuff were messing around with stuff they probably shouldn't have been messed with, and the hiss got into their heads and l- made them keep the portal Hitched open. A ride. Kind of like funny enough, our buddy uh Scratch in alan wake yep. which could mean there's, there's some kind of like maybe the hiss is just an extension of whatever the dark place is in a less conscious aptitude yeah i think um one of the big things to take away from all of it is first off the power of rock always defeats evil but more <laughs> Dude, importantly we, we that, need to spend some more time on that but please finish your thought <laughs> but, but more importantly that uh, like the hiss as we learn is like a one type of resonance and Polaris is another type of resonance. And I would assume that the music of the old gods of Asgard is another, like, basically, it's one of those, like, universal language things. But instead of it being, like, the lyrics, it's about the sound that's created, um, sort of like a positive versus negative energy. We also don't know if sure. the extent of the powers that Saga and and Odin and Tor have stops at them just being able to read minds like that very well could have something to do with mm-hmm. the fact that their music has such a catalytic effect. Granted, we know that art specifically can act as a medium that dark place can use, 
But at the same time, like there's clearly something else going on with that, which is also really interesting because when you look at them in the musical section of the game, they're significantly younger. Yeah. Which means that when they go in at the end of Alan Wake 2, they could have gone back to do that thing in there, like at the earlier part of the game at a younger time. Like we, it's, it's wild to think if that's the age that they were in there, then maybe how long have they known about all this? Like how, at what point in their lives did they go in and do that and then come out? And how did, did they know all this stuff was going to happen? You know, maybe their powers are, are related or maybe even influenced by that. Um, yeah, wild stuff, man. I mean, the whole point of Odin is that he literally has an eye that can see the future. Right. Like, yeah. that's his yeah. vibe. Well, so even, even during, and chat just uh, brought this up as well, even during the scratch fight at the end, the projections behind the band when they're on top are the young versions of themselves and more importantly balder's there and balder dies of cancer in in reality in reality yeah. so the fact that he is also playing with them signals that is sort of beyond space and time or it happened earlier or it happened earlier earlier in their life that's true yeah Um, another interesting thing with the time travel that someone pointed out in chat and good catch there when she talks to her husband at the beginning of the game she the husband is acting like he had received a bunch of weird messages from her so it's kind of like is he receiving that call after she had made all those panicked voicemails to him throughout the game Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like the whole the whole you know time is not a loop it's a spiral kind of thing but like what if Mm -hmm. what if the whole events that transpired around that were like not exactly in order and that's what makes the game fascinating is when you think about it as a spiral it's clearly a spiral down like the dark place as a concept is like um i think every creative i'm sure everyone on the screen right now has had a moment where you've just like been in your own head and you just absolutely are are feeling like terrible and you're, like your own thoughts are eating you up oh it's and i think yeah the, the, thematically and, 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 it's depression right like it's the whole yeah, yeah, but it's also <laughs> it's also like if you screw up majorly your first reaction for a lot of people is when you're called out on it to lash out at someone. Yeah. And so you both hate yourself and now you're hating someone else, even though it's all a you thing, you're just making it worse. And that's sort of like what Alan's doing is he's spiraling down. And the fascinating thing, and I think what we get our answers is if we go back up the spiral, we should in theory hit the starting point, like the, the catalyst of all of it. We should get there. We're, we're going to end up, like, who is Thomas Zane really? Who is Alan Wake really? What is Alec Casey's deal? Like, we'll just keep going up, and then we'll hit something that's like, okay, this is what started it all. And that's what's super interesting. I have no idea what that's going to be. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Does that mean we go back to, like, the 70s? To it means we go back to the future. I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Doc, Doc Brown just shows up and says, like, Alan, we got to go. It's about your kids. And you're like, what the fuck are we doing? I was like, I have kids, and then it just it just blacks out, yeah, and that's the DLC. That's the end of <laughs> There's a train somehow, and it's flying around. It'd be great. It'd be ten out of ten. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, Chad was asking like uh, outside of theories, what is what is your favorite part of the game? Uh, I'd love to have everyone voice. I'll go first. Mine was when Saga goes into the dark place, and that whole scene outside of. Um, now I'm blanking on it. What is the 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 what's the game that's getting the sequel that's on Xbox about uh, like depression and mental illness and uh, Are you talking about Hellblade since doing Yeah, out, outside of Hellblade. That for me was like one of the best representations of depression mm-hmm. in 
media that I've ever experienced where she's like going through, seeing all the things and like having them read out exactly how someone would think when they're literally spiraling down that and then how to like climb out of it. I love that whole sequence. Even if it was just like, let me just take this little note and put it here. Let me just take that was at the end, right? Yeah. At the end. Yes. Yeah. I love that entire sequence. Um, even, even more so than I, the other parts were very good when they do like all the different, uh, <coughs> the musical and like the rock moment at the end during the fight. Those are great. But I, I specifically love that one moment at the very end uh, in the, in the mind palace in the dark place. Um, what about you, Zeke? What was like your favorite, your, your go-to moment? Uh, I mean, I love the, the music video, like everybody, the, you know, the interactive music video that was, you know, fantastic. Um, but outside of that, uh, um, it was it it was it was the the climax. What <laughs> I think I'm, I might be the only like sort of like I enjoyed the game, but I, I might be the only like sort of voice of dissent as far as like yep. this game didn't like blow me away. Like, and I I talked about it at length after I after the credits rolled and stuff, or during the credits roll, like. I felt like I'm a fool or an idiot. Like, why don't I love this as much as everyone else did? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the the part you were talking about, I have thoughts about that. But favorite parts, like the climax, the 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 rock and roll, like that was awesome. That made me that it, it it was tense. It was a hard. It was a you know a difficult fight, and it was you know the culmination of like all your favorite like characters are in there, and we're all like on the same side, you know, good versus evil, so to speak. And it, that was the part that I, that I felt like, you know, I jammed the hardest, you know, it was, it was fucking awesome. I, yeah. I, I really, really enjoyed that. Sure. Um, obviously the music video was very well put together. I don't know. Uh, what, uh, is there a name that people are calling it? Like, I don't know what, the, what else. I think the musical, it, but... I, I think. Is yeah, what there you go. Yeah. Yeah. The musical part that, uh, that obviously was really cool. But like, while I enjoyed that, it didn't like the intensity of that, of that final battle was, was fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, what about you? What was your, if, if you had to like pitch Alan wake to someone by naming your favorite moment, what would it be? Um, not worrying about spoilers. Man. Let me give you that as well. So you don't have to be yeah, like, no, I don't I want mean, to spoil it favorite, for him. <laughs> I have, uh, several favorite moments, but, um, the best moment in the game, if I have to pitch anything to anyone, every Ilmo and Yako commercial in that game is brilliant. It yeah. is so much fun. The scene where it's like, they say we can't get into government lands. Fuck the government. I was like, <laughs> maybe the this is the greatest part. thing I've ever seen in my entire life. They're so funny. Every single one of them is so well put together. And it's just a dude from Vikings. It's like truly an amazing little bit. It reminds me of another version of the threshold kids from control. Yes. And I love those. I love the live action God, stuff. I they do about those. Those are terrifying. The live action stuff they do is so good. And it's so unique to, to what remedies making the way they mix the two. And the fact that they get the actors who look exactly like the characters so they can do that and get away with it. It is some of the best stuff in those games. I love it. Yeah. 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 That the last one was very sad. Where he keeps throwing to his brother. Oh, and it's and just not there. It's just like a yeah. you see like the little outline, like the dark outline of where his brother should be. It was very sad. Yeah, very very sad. It was sad. Yeah, 
Uh, Co, what was your your go to moment for the game? Uh, man, I kind of like how the game. It, it, I okay for me, it's more of the entire presentation. I really love how they kind of leaned into this whole thematic presentation. Hmm. Uh, I really, really enjoyed. Um, you know, I I didn't feel like the need to run almost at any point. Um, everything was just so meticulously cared for in terms of the presentation and the believability of the environments and everything. I, in terms of a specific thing. I wouldn't even know where to start. I really liked the uh, the wellness center. I thought that was that was really cool. That place is pretty horrifying. The, like the um, the level of it, getting ready, yeah, to the well, like getting into the wellness center and doing that part of it, and and really kind of like the old folks home in general. I thought was really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just that was really at the end of the day. I liked I liked almost all of it. Like it was it was just it was really cool. I love the progression of like figuring out the cult and how that whole thing worked, and then learning their their. It, it felt very much the whole time like I was watching a movie. Yeah, and and a lot of times it's tough to do that for a game because you know movies are so much content crammed into such a short amount of time, and to keep that level of energy and intrigue up for an entire twenty plus hour adventure is really difficult. But I feel like this game did it really well, they, and that's awesome. They did a smart thing where each episode, like they made it episodic, and every episode ended with a song, and it was literally like you're watching a Netflix show. But you were watching every single. You were like, "I'm gonna watch it all this weekend. I'm gonna get like it had that vibe where you want to. All right, I'm, I would need to see what happens next in the next episode. Very well. You're absolutely correct. The way they put it together, very, very well done. Yep. Zeke, what were you gonna say? I was I was just gonna ask uh, someone in chat, brother, brother sub. What difficulty did we all play on? I played on normal. I was on normal. Yeah, normal. I think Co was Artist. on hard. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, welcome. <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> I mean, someone has to be a gamer on this show. It's true. Yeah. Oh, true. We got ourselves a game over here. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, no. To be to be honest, uh, the more I talked about it and, and talked to people, it, it didn't make that much of a difference. Like hardest was not that much harder. I mean, yeah, there were a few times when you know you get ganged up on and get put into a wall and the camera would be wonky and you die kind of thing. But it, it was by no means well significantly more difficult than uh, this. Might be a controversial opinion, but the combat's the weakest part of the game for me. When oh, the rest gosh. of the game shines so much, yeah. I mean, I I don't think many would disagree with you to be honest. Like, I mean, I, it, somebody was quick to point out when I said I liked the game. They was like, "There's three enemy types in the entire thing," and I was like, "Sure, yeah." That, I mean, that's valid. Yeah, that never bothered yeah, me yeah. for whatever reason, but they're right. <laughs> I mean, no, me too. If I had, uh, it, 100%, if I had yeah. it to do over again, I would have I would have started on story mode. I wouldn't I wouldn't even have bothered with normal. Yeah, I would have done I would have done like, you know, uh, IGN reviewer uh, difficulty because yeah, the, the combat was unsatisfying, in my opinion. Um, it was it was all right. I mean, it had to be there uh, to, you know, break up the, you know, it can't just be like a, a, a interactive movie. So you gotta have a little combat in there. I get it. Yeah. But like honestly, it it didn't it didn't shine. And it was clunky. Uh, it was a little clunky. It's, yeah. It was yeah. It was slow. As it was it, yeah. Exactly. And coming off of control, there's no it's like yeah. no comparison. It's it's like sure. Hey, we gave you a uh, crack. Would you like to try uh, an ass coffee? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, I, I love, love how I, the, I down the screen this. below is like one of the f stupidest, funniest moments of the game. And just oh, dude, seeing my that. reaction again to it, I was like, yeah, yeah, that checks out. That checks out. Yeah. That was a really silly part. Oh, uh, he's a good boy. He's the best. Guy. I also, I also loved how earlier the guy's like, and he eats cat. 
cats? And I was just like, what is this man talking about? Dude, what? Like, he's a cat killer? Yes. Like, why do you keep mentioning this? And then you get to this part and it's just like, oh. Because oh, he's a dog. I, I wanted them to do more with, uh, the, God, what was his name on the radio? It starts with a T. He was in the very the, beginning. Uh, Pat. Well, oh, Pat, Pat, Pat. Yeah, Pat was yeah. great. Yeah. But there's a guy in the Tapio. Tapio in the radio show Tapio had the keeps biggest laugh, and he's great. He was I he had the it. biggest laughs for me out of the entire. Game. When he's like, "I've been on the line the entire time," I was like, "This is it, it is he's just real is, stupid energy," and I love it. It's it's, it's so refreshing. This game for as many times as it actively tries to scare you, it also tries to make you laugh a yeah. lot. And I think that's very unique in the horror space. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I feel like that's kind of that's remedy. If I if I mm-hmm. had to describe them, it's like scary, funny. That's their scary, funny. That's the the type of content they make. Uh, and that right. was toned down, I think, in control. But then it was like tuned up uh, a lot for this. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I hope I hope they go back to. Like this game for me, and this is just speaking for me, not necessarily for for everyone. This was a pretty terrifying experience, and not one that I typically do enjoy on any level. Um, I would mm-hmm. liken this to kind of like a Resident Evil, whereas for Resident Evil, I think I'm playing for the gameplay. Uh, this one, I'm playing for the story, uh, and it pulled me more so to play. Um, with that in mind, so like if you are at all like not a fan of jump scares. It's probably still worth it. You might not even be listening to this because it is a spoiler Cynthia cast. Cynthia like, sucks, dude. Yeah, I don't Cynthia like. I is fucking the jump scare Cynthia queen. fucking I hate sucked. Her. She was the worst one. All my homies. Say I was Cynthia. on the show like two weeks ago saying like, yeah, I, I got to go to the fucking nursing. I fucking hate this place. <laughs> Everything sucks. about this place. Yeah, yeah. I was I was actually curious for you. Was the water aspect of Cynthia also just like another level since you have uh, thalassophobia? Oh, yeah, no, I was not. The minute it started rising, I was not. Okay. Thankfully, in my head, I mapped out exactly where I needed to go for that one puzzle where I did it instantly. Cause if I had to run around in the water rush to chase me, if you get if you watch that footage, I look like a man completely stone faced, but my butt is so clenched and I'm trying <laughs> not to lose my mind. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I thought of unpleasant. you during that I, session because I was like, this is terrifying, but for Jesse, this has to be yeah, about I ten hate- times worse. The gimmick of horror games where they have the water level, there's an invisible creature chasing you in the water, and all you can see is the ripples. I hate that. I've always hated it. I will uh, ever Amnesia since always Amnesia. Did that. Yeah. Oh yeah, not a fan. Hate that. Yeah, yeah. That was the the amnesia gimmick. I remember uh, watching a lot of creators do all that stuff. So. Oh yeah, no, thank you. Not a fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, cool. It, anything else we want to uh, bring up? Any other thoughts on? old uh, alan wake 2 can't wait for control 2 man i tell yeah. you yeah. remedies at the top of their game like, no one's it doing is, it is no one's be, making games like them Hands no down. one's making hey. games like remedy yeah it's just it really it's, is oh, like it's gonna be good the closest thing like, there's a lot of games that are art but this is the closest like triple a budget art you know what i mean like there's a lot of Some indie of games that are trying crazy things but this is the only company out there that's like Let's take some insane. Ch- like, there's no way major companies would say, let's do a 14 minute musical in the middle of our game. Like, right in the middle, we're just going to stop all the horror and all the mystery. We're going to do a 14 minute musical madness. And it's it works. Cool. It's so good. Yeah. 
because you're absolutely right. When we see this kind of thing, normally we don't get like what you would consider, I guess you would call the AAA well-funded version. And this year we got that in a CRPG and we got that in a horror action game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, awesome. I don't know, man. I got, I got three words for you. What a thrill. <laughs> <laughs> that, okay, uh, that, the beginning of that is very art house. Like the beginning of that is extremely, but the rest of it, it's just an action film. It's, yeah 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 i don't okay. um still a cool thing though still a cool thing regardless oh yeah, yeah. for sure i'm kind of waiting to 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 bring this up but i just wanted to know like what your guys thoughts on it if i'm crazy or whatever but like towards the, uh, one of my biggest gripes in a lot of games and i play a lot of like uh well not a lot but i, I play a fair amount of japanese games and they have a trope where like the big bad is done and then it's an hour's worth of just like epilogue wrapping shit up. This game had that, like when you were talking about like her putting the stuff up on the board and stuff. Yeah, I was I was still amped up from that fight. I I thought like okay they're gonna do like a wrap up, you know, and it it I thought it overstayed its welcome like that that really? last part because I was so super amped. Like I love that that last fight it is a high note the, for the, sure and and yeah and the band going into the water like that was fucking dope like i absolutely loved it and then it was just like you know st- like <laughs> like just put the controller down and just you know watch watch shit or or actually use the controller to put the shit and then put it down again and then you know put the another card up and stuff like that i thought it i thought it like it took away my excitement from the thing and i just was like I felt like I was rushing and I didn't want, I didn't want to feel like that. Hmm. And in my opinion, I think they could have like transposed some of it to let, let the, the final fight have like, you know, leave you with that kind of taste. Um, and I mean, is that like, it seems like I'm the only person who, who feels that way, but I don't, I don't know if you're the only person that feels that way in the world, but maybe on this show you might be. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I, I will say, know, like, yeah, because I, I, I a lot of the, the game the really shined in its exposition. Yeah. So yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, I think uh, the come down is a good way to think about it. Like, I really liked that there was a, um, it, it felt more like a reward for what you did in some ways to, to get like actual answers and, and see the results of what you've been doing and things like that. But I, on that note, I know what you're talking about, and I can understand why you why you would you know say that. For yeah, sure. it yeah. just seemed like they kept like the like, and I understand uh, uh, JP when you were talking about like the the um, display of depression, like and how they how they tackle that and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like to, for me personally, it seemed like it could have been edited a little bit more it seemed like it was just over and over and over like same point same point same point different different words same point yeah kind of a thing interestingly enough i sometimes got that feeling with the uh especially with some of the alan wake stuff and her in the what was it the profiling um sure. like that i got that a little bit at times where it's just kind of like okay i'm on the fifth different section i've clicked on just say what you mean to each other you're, you're trying <laughs> you're trying to have a conversation yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. talk at each other <laughs> you know it's yeah. kind of like that 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 was uh but I think again, that was more just because I was super interested in what was going on, and I really wanted sure. to like well, see that you know progress. But uh, the game is, I, I it's very verbose, and the writing in it is very much convoluted, like that. And I, it's kind of a a cop out, but it's on purpose, 
right? For them to like yeah. be that ridiculous yeah. with the writing. <laughs> well, the word goes no, back no, to what Jesse said I, earlier, which I, is I a perfect word for obfuscation. Yeah, like, they don't want to yeah, make yeah. it. Um, they want it. They want to obfuscate the yeah. what, what's I mean, going on and have you kind of feel it out yourself. Yeah, and it's I like, completely it's, it's get that. Mystery. But it's like it's like handing someone like like. <laughs> Handing someone something like uh, a really expensive something, and you're like, it's really sour and, and it's salty, and like, Bleh. and they're like, yeah, it's supposed to be. You're like, well, I don't like it. Then I guess, <laughs> sure. sure. Oh, it's like, like this it, is it exactly very... the way it's supposed to taste. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're and you're totally fine with like being that because it's a game that is clearly like we're gonna tell you a mystery and we're and we're gonna make it more mysterious on purpose. Like there are moments in the game where they very clearly purposefully made it even more confusing, right? But yeah. there's also, I'm not saying I'm a better agent than Saga, but <laughs> literally in the first hour of the game, in the first, but in the first hour of the game, they drop like an incredible tidbit, which is as you're walking around, um, Alex and Saga have a conversation about like what kind of cult calls themselves a cult. And at that moment, I was like, because it's not, it's all BS. And then as they dropped breadcrumbs through the entire thing, I was like, oh, the cult is very, like, Ilmo and Yako and those guys, they're very clearly caught up in the stuff, but they're trying to be good guys. They're trying, the reason why they're being scary is they're trying to keep people out of the woods. And I figured that out, like, way early. And the fact that it isn't until later in the game where she's like, they're actually good guys. is like, Saga! Are you kidding me right now? It's like, how do you Where have you been? Uh, yeah. she, had the, she had the trauma of potentially losing her daughter that was... Uh, sure, there's there. like a lot of moments like that where make excuses. the game will not reveal to you the answer, even though if you've played and read the notes, it's very obvious what the answer is. Sure. Um, because it's trying to be like, here's what I'll say. After seeing people's reviews, I'm convinced most people who reviewed the game rushed their asses through it. I don't think they looked yeah. for stuff. Probably. I don't think they... because. People were just like, oh, yeah, some of the reveals later were shocking. I'm like, I don't, did you read the notes? Did yeah, you, like, I, uh, do all the side things? I wasn't really shocked. I don't yeah. know. I wasn't necessarily shocked by any of the, the story in that regard. I was intrigued like I said, by the, the mystery. Only thing, but, the only thing in that game that actually made me jaw drop was when the time thing happened. Because I feel like that was one of the only things that they didn't sure. really talk about. And I, because there the, were other things that could are you saying that was specifically the, when they the did moment the concert when he shot himself? And Alan, no, 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 no. When Alan Wake, when they when they did the whole concert and everything happened, and we thought there was going to be a big ending, and she's like, "Wait, it did work, but it happened." But what we did now is why Alan came out of the lake at the beginning, essentially, mm, right? Like mm. that was like, "Oh, damn!" Like, "Okay, that's awesome." Like that's one of the only things in the game that really got me, and I thought that was fantastic how they did that. Yeah. Um, which also now that I'm thinking about it goes into even more confusion because that means that the dark place has control of time in the real world what well, exists outside crazy. of time i think is the other well no, no no the dark place that, is its own uh, thing. i don't know like it exists outside well There's here's no the thing time in the dark does place? that does that mean that the entire town is in the dark place Great because question. I think it affected answer... it affected the time in the real it infected the it, it, it inflected the pest uh, infected i'm going to call it the timing pacing of the real world not what was going on in the dark place but in no, what, I, mean, like, I think that's the, that's the answer to the phone call at the end. Like, we'll never is the area infected by the dark place to the point where like we aren't given an answer as to did Saga even make it out? Make because Alan's version of the dark place is literally New York, where he's from, and it's the dark version of that. And Saga is in the dark version of Bright Falls, which is 
could that be her own dark place? I don't know. Did she make it out? We'll never know. I guess yeah. until a DLC. Yeah, good point. That's true. Um, okay. Let me bring something up that that was a, a another like general like o- overarching like sticking point was the fact that uh, when media deals with reality shifting or time travel or anything like that. It means that anything can be anything <laughs> like does does that not like for me it takes weight off of everything in the story that is happening because it could either not be real or it can be changed by time travel like nothing matters because you can change it and that bothers what me you're saying like, is why i don't like the marvel universe with the multiverse stuff <laughs> Same, same reasoning, but in different, in different times. But the thing is, the thing that I really like about what I'm seeing in Alan, in Alan Wake is there's two different types of, of kind of ways to deal with that from a story mechanism perspective. One of them is that everything's already happened. And the other is, well, we can just go back in time and change it to be whatever we want. And it's pretty clear from the way that they did the whole Alan situation that they're using the one where it's like, if it's, if it's going to happen, it's already happened. So, like, Alan was already in the world when they sent him back in time. It's not like they sent him back in time and it made a new reality. Like, it already happened. So, going going from that, we can kind of infer that, you know, they're not going to go too crazy with that. At least that's the hope. Um, because so, at this point, it wouldn't but, make but sense that's to... the opposite side of the coin. The opposite side of the coin of anything can happen or it's already happened so you can't change it. So, it doesn't matter again. Well, but you have to remember that, like... I see what you're what saying. They've, what they've done yeah. is they sort of like um, tightened the circle as they went through all these games, the, the Remedy versus Gun. But then in this game, as the circle tightened, a bigger circle formed around it, which is like, here's all the other shit going on. And so the thing is, is no matter what happens in Alan Wake, they're allowed to get timey-wimey, uh, Jeremy Barry, whatever the hell that thing is. They're allowed to get crazy with it, right? They're allowed to get weird because... In the Remedyverse, the FBC control is still outside of that. And so they're like, oh, that's an, that's an alter world event. If we can stop it from happening, all that stuff will cease to be. So there's like, you know, there's an organization who's like fighting against that. But in this one story, it's all out of whack, right? But again, but if, if that were the case, if like you have to accept the fact that, <laughs> and like, th- this is what I'm saying. In stories like sure. this, you have to accept the fact that certain things have rules, but certain things don't. Is the FBC and everything outside of Cauldron Lake actually happening? Because it could be part of this story or, you know, that's what I'm well, saying. Well, I mean, it is, it is, there's a lot of stuff. Again, there's a lot of hints that maybe Alan or Tom or whatever wrote some things and made, like, you're absolutely correct because there's no answers yet. And it's all sort of amorphous to what they're trying to tell. There's so many loose threads. But the smart thing is, because there's so many loose threads, they can tie those off when they need to. And so right now, there are no answers. And that's kind of the fun of it, is is we're not going to know anything till much later when they give us more answers. But the smart thing is, is that when Control came out, it answered a bunch of stuff from all the worlds they've created. This game answered a little bit more. And I'm sure Control 2 will answer a little bit more. Uh, but they're never going to be like, and here's how time travel works, <laughs> or here's how they, and, I think, and I think that's what smart. I, okay, because they aren't trying to like 
Well, we got to go to the quantum realm in order to travel back in time and drop off the stones. And, like, they're not trying to do that and explain it in a way that makes sense. Yeah. They're just like, it's it's insane. The whole point is it's insane. Like we that's Alan Wake. It's supposed to be a mystery, and it's supposed to be like a spiral down into madness. And you're supposed to be like, what the shit is happening here? I think like that's the point of what they're doing. Well, let, let me ask you a, a general question then. How yeah. how in the game do you accept? Or, or, uh, 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 how do you know what to take as real? I think when you does don't. That, know, when does but that I think happen? that's half the fun. Like, you don't even know by the end of the game if what's happened has actually happened. So, I mean, it's, it's, I think that's one of the things that, like, like that's one of the main story themes they're flirting with is what is real, what happened, what changed, what never could have changed. Like, that's the whole point that they had her at the very end of the game make that phone call and not have there be a resolution. It's because even then they're still going, you know, what changed? What happened? Did they actually win? Like, I, you know, that's the theme. It's one of the, the themes of the entire thing. Yeah, it's um, the, the, the concept behind what, I mean, even the first Alan Wake, right? Alan Wake, in order to save his wife, sacrifices himself to the dark place. And that's what the dark place wanted the entire time, right? So, like, there is no satisfying ending to the first game. So this game is not going to have a satisfying ending in a way that's like, we have a definitive, this is what happened. Because it is purposefully trying to mess with you, the viewer, just like any sort of, you know, like uh, Twin Peaks or um, a Deadly Premonition or any of those games where it's like, let's get weird with it. And I think it's supposed, to, it's it's almost like um, a cosmic-y, eldritchy horror kind of vibe where, the, you know, a, a simple person like it is above our pay grade as humans to truly understand what is happening. And in this case, the best we can do is Alan realizes he's not looping through everything. It's a spiral. And the question is, how do we get back up out of there? Because he continues, even he, when he gets shot in the head, which is like a whole thing they show multiple times in the game, his way out is to end it right with a bullet of light. But like, even that sends him on the loop. The question is where on the loop is he now? Is he going back up? Is he going back down? What is happening to him? And now that Saga was in the dark place, is Saga out? What is the dark place's plan for all? Like, there's so many questions, and I think the fun is, unless they give us more games, we truly won't know exactly what is happening. Because this is, um, this is like the end of phase one or the middle of phase two of a Marvel, of, of, of like MCU, where it's like, we're building to something. Something is going to happen. We're just not there yet. And so, I, I, if anything, I would say the, the biggest problem I have with this game as like a, a game is if you aren't into the Remedyverse, there's a lot of things in here. I don't know how you react to stuff. Yeah. I don't know how you would point. see a lot of the things happening in this game because I imagine you'd be like, what the hell does that mean? What is that? And so, yeah, I'm very curious what they're going to do with the story. I, I, and I'm, for me, that's what's fun because I like just, being like, all right, where do we go? Yeah. I think one bit of good this news is, is it's very clear with, that this game was what? super well received. So I, I'm hoping they're just, if nothing else, going to lean into it and not feel the need to like over generalize it, which is which is good. So mm. you know, the more weird stuff, the more connections that they make you draw instead of handing to you on a platter. I think the more interesting the whole thing is as a whole. Yep. Zeke, what are you I don't want anyone to think like I I didn't I I played the game all the way through, which is you know saying something because you know if I don't. Sure. If I don't like a game, I'll, I'll stop playing it. I don't care if I'm, you know, 
right at the end. I don't give a shit. I will stop playing it if I don't like it. I loved it. I absolutely I, I had a great time playing it. I just had like these these weird like annoying uh, moments. Like like we were talking about like all the the reveals. Some of some some were obvious, more obvious than others, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But there were so many twists that it's it's every every twist dulls the twist of the next so it's like oh nice twist that was a pretty good twist another twist oh god a twist oh fuck. another twist like it started to become like commonplace for them to like hey like i i, I made the analogy of like if at the end of scooby-doo they just kept ripping like oh mr withers oh alan wake oh suck and you're just like stop stop <laughs> I'm, I'm good now sure no, I, I just got I the funny. Saying. I just got the funniest image of Zeke at like an EDM concert, and he's like, "Oh, another drop!" <laughs> God, but, but, this is like the fifth one. What a drop! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> fair enough. Not the same, but fair enough. <laughs> I, no, see, funny. I, think, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying completely. Yeah, I think the concern <laughs> that that I have. I'm not there with you on like the twists and stuff, but there is a concern I have in that I love things like this game where it's mysteries upon mysteries. And every time you think, you know, something, you don't know something, which is why I was a huge fan of the show lost when that was on. I was about to bring Here's up lost. The yeah. This the whole the conversation lost, feels very losty. The ending of lost sucked. It was not good. And that is a danger for something like this for the remedy verse they gotta pull like, it off they yeah, cannot man. deliver on an end like it's very possible that they cannot deliver on an ending they might set up all these mysteries and then just not give us what we need which or is worse like, not even give an ending what if what right. if what if the entire end of everything is just another one of those phone call situations yeah yeah and that would be just as painful and and part of the fun of watching loss is i remember vividly uh when i was like I would listen to a podcast where it was people on the island they were filming in Hawaii and they were like, we saw these people, we saw people filming this and like, maybe could relate to this. Like the theory crafting was what was fun. And it was the journey of going through it that, in, that like really got me, which is why I love stuff like this, where I'm like in it and I'm thinking about the crazy things and wondering what's going on. But absolutely, there could be a moment where none of this has a payoff and that would be super would disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would, that, and I would be, Fury, like all the things you're saying about like time travel and the mystery upon me, I would suddenly be like, Zeke was right. Zeke was totally right. Like they had nothing. They had absolutely nothing. Like that could very well happen. It could absolutely happen. I have no clue. But my hope is that like it builds to something fun and we get our like Avengers style remedy verse game where it's just like all of it's coming together, baby. Let's get crazy. That would have been smart so thing to happy. do though. Smart thing to do is never. <laughs> well you can only do that it's, once right well, like they won't say forever yeah and <laughs> right? that, that's also a fear like how long does this last right do they do they keep mm -hmm. stretching this out or or yeah when when is the quote like big reveal of uh, all of this is there that that ever occurs i mean do i guess there it? is though right like yeah it depends what control, they want to do yeah like in control the idea of what's happening out in the wake is it's like just another day at the job yeah, like it is like the events of Alan Wake aren't they're just another world ending calamity that the FBC deals with. But That's isn't all there they, another just another AWE to put in their vault? Isn't there the yeah, idea, it, though, just, that like Alan Wake is the reason that all of the AWEs are happening in the first place? 
and that like nope. he was he was potentially going to lead the Bureau of Control at one point because he was what wasn't that in control? Um, are, you about, are you talking about the DLC? I think so. I forgot where I read that or or where that that thought came to me. But I thought that like at one point they were going to see if he wanted to like be the Jesse of of control and like take over the the bureau etc cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't remember that at all. Okay, but maybe I'm making that up. It? No, no, no. I, if I'm wrong about that. So Chad is saying like, he is mentioned as a potential director in control. Yeah, Alan was P10. But that a is because candidate. the reason why he's mentioned is because much like Jesse Faden, he is a para-utilitarian. He's a para-utilitarian, yeah. Yes. So, like, th- literally they just have a list of all the, the... They have files on everyone that they have found that can use and manipulate, you know, all the objects of power without being affected by it, like, in terrible ways. Um, a lot of the time, when you mess with an object of power, it, like, messes you up, which I think probably, le- like, lends credence to the idea that Tom Zane found that magical film camera and that's what caused all of his problems. Sure. Um, but like the dark place is just another, another, it, it's sort of like, um, if anyone out there isn't the SCP stuff, there's like it's all thousands of SCPs yeah. and there's the SCP organization. And all they do is just manage it. And it's the exact same vibe. The, 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 the control verse, the Bureau of control, the FBC, they literally just are keeping Earth from being swallowed up or messed up by some other terrible thing. They're very much kind of like a TVA situation if you're into Marvel. They're 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 just the 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 people protecting us from trouble. So Alan Wake as, as a story is fun and it's its own thing and it has little tidbits for the rest of the universe, but it's like one problem, right? In control, they make it very clear. There's so many other problems. And that's why Estevez is like, yeah, we got like a normal agent to deal with that. Like Jesse Faden isn't popping up in Bright Falls to help with dealing with the dark place. There's just a lot. He's the director and they've lost control of the old house. So there's, yeah, there's clearly something else that needs her attention. Yeah. Yeah. Which potentially is control too. Yep. Cool. That seems like a good place to uh, to end the discussion, I suppose. Not to cut it too abruptly. Jesse, we're going to have you on after Control 2 again if you're up for it. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> even the DLC. Maybe the DLC. Yeah, yeah. The DLC. Depends on the DLCs, I guess. Yeah. My hope is that the DLC about the lake house, which is like where the control facilities are, will at least explain why it's dark, what's going on. Like, hopefully, we'll get more answers. Very similar to the way the Alan Wake DLC for Control gave us answers about what was happening in the Alan Wake storyline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's my hope. Yeah. I'm still of the mind that, that Saga is is just a story. And but she's me. not real? I mean, that's her name, right? Like, yeah. I mean, she yeah, could be completely made. Like, again. Because we never see her outside of this. Like, right? Well, we never see her outside of the of the, of the the Bright Falls uh, or whatever. This That that microcosm, that little area. Apart from the driving right? in. We, yeah. only, we don't, but we do know that there's real people outside of Bright Falls that are affected and unaffected, most importantly, by the story. So we can assume if they're real, then she has to quasi at some point be real as well. You would have to <laughs> so, it, right? So the thing is, is that the, again, the big conceit of what the typewriter is and what, like, you can't create n- something from nothing. Like yeah. everyone ha you can manipulate it. You can change it. But like Saga could be a person. Maybe her name was like 
Jane Smith. But the minute she drives into town, suddenly she's Saga Anderson. You know what I mean? Like, you can do that. And again, well, okay. she's brought to the case by Alex Casey. And Alex Casey is potentially not real. Like, there's, again, so many ways you can read the story. Yeah. Like, it, but then so Dora is her father? It, and Dora is also leading Wake? And Dora is also influencing Scratch? There, honestly, I think we're going to find out that Mr. Dora's like something bigger than an old god of asgard something bigger than ati like he is clearly has a purpose and what that purpose is i'm sure will be a future thing of some sort but yeah he's like he tells alan like alan you're doing this to yourself right he's protecting saga he has meetings with the old gods of asgard like he is his own thing and and i, I see people in chat being like he's heimdall i think he's bigger than that well here's also something really is, interesting to bigger. think about Here's something else interesting to think about. Tor and Odin have the power. The power was passed down to Freya, which was then passed right. to Saga. Yeah. What are the chances through serendipity that Freya, who has this power, would just happen to meet this guy named Dor, who is also right. fully invested and, and a part of this story, but in a completely unrelated way? Like, there has mm -hmm. to be some deus ex machina there between Freya and Dor, their meeting why they, he got chased away. Like Mr. Door doesn't seem like a totally unhinged dude. What happened between him and Freya? Why did that happen? Did he get put oh, in an uh, Alan Wake style the, the, situation? Odin and Tor banished him. Or not banished yeah, him. They, they never explained why. They never they never explained right. like what the whole per like they, they just said that he was a troubled guy and they don't you know and they butted heads and stuff like that. But they never talk about like why that happened and why that whole thing transpired. Right. Who knows? I mean, right. that's, again, that's the fun for me, at least. I can see why it's frustrating for other people. Like, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the game in a nutshell. <laughs> I've got one, one important question. Who wins in a fight? Ati or Mr. Door? Is it, it depends. Is it a sing-off? <laughs> well, we don't even know if they're like that type of powerful, do we? Uh, oh, we I think they're probably the two most powerful people in, in the entire story. But like, what is, thing what is power? Do you think Door is a power or a tool? Well, I know that Tim <laughs> is a tool of Mr. Door. Here's what I would say. I would say that Mr. Door would show up to like duel in a music dance-off battle, Ati. <laughs> but Ati would give I'm him some this. sort of Ted Lasso like speech and diffuse yeah. the entire situation. Get you with some idioms. And they both of, go out and get a drink. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's valid. I think that's a good way. It's a cop-out answer, but that's the Alan Wake answer. I think it's a lovely <laughs> answer. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I feel like none of them, neither of them fight. Yeah, they that's are, what I was going to say. They, like a, they have power, but they don't necessarily fight. Yeah, it's very like Q-like in Star Trek that they're just sort of above it, but they, they're interfering for some reason that we don't yet understand. They're invested for a reason, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and invested in ways that are be, like... Uh, do you think they could be a, they they could be or have they been affected by the objects of power? Uh, in this, Ati for sure is. When he's okay. in the nursing home, he's like going through it. He has like a whole he's line also of dialogue around. Yeah, which is a little weird. Like he's he, he's having like he's very clearly the story is writing over him because Rose is like, oh Ati, yeah. he just got in the janitor's closet. He's the but then Ati in his bedroom is like, I don't, I don't know what's going on with me, man. So, yeah, like, it's very clear something's yeah. happening to him. Okay. 
Sorry, I was reading chat. Uh, more more theories <laughs> in chat, which I don't know if we need to get into. But like that's for me, that's the fun of games like this yeah. is the weird yeah. theories and coming up with stuff. But but yeah, if you're not if you like are a person who needs definitive answers in your life, don't play this luck. game. This game will torture <laughs> you. This game. It will torture you. Yeah. 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 I don't like okay, okay. I I don't want to get it twisted. Like, I don't mind mystery. I love a mystery that lasts. Like, I love the end of Inception. Loved it. Sure. Uh, I thought that was great. But for for the the things to have weight or consequence or, you know, to have effect, the thing that was missing was, like, solid reality rules. You know, and this just doesn't have... So it's just, like, when anything can happen, nothing matters kind of thing for me. Like, you, I, I'm harping on this. I'm harping on the same thing. But it's like... No, but like did you enjoy Control giving sure you answers, could. though? Because if so, then yes, I did. Then yeah, Control Two is is what yeah, it'll probably give you, you more play. answers, right? Because it's more <laughs> right. Like, that's the whole. We had that yeah. discussion when I we had that discussion as well. Like, I liked Alan Wake One a lot more than I like this one. Um, but it, Control, really? like for me, outshines all of them. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I personally found Alan Wake One okay, and this one I felt was like masterpiece yeah i'm the same alan wake one to me i was like it's a lot of like uh i don't know alan wake one is the exact same vibe for me as um deadly premonition it's fun it's not great it's fun i like what's going on but it's like it's it's flawed you know but um it's very clear that, that like, you're just pointing out my taste i'm like yeah deadly premonition <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing Deadly Premonition 2 is hot garbage, and yeah. I still enjoyed it. Like, it is... I was like, this game's so goofy. I'm, Yeah, I don't know. It's. I think, if anything, Remedy has figured out what they are as a studio and as a company and, like, how they want to tell stories. And each one, for me at least, is clearly a more creative outing each time. And they're like, let's take more risks. Let's get more wild. And I just like seeing that happen. Because, again, I'm, so, I'm constantly disappointed when, like, a big game comes out and, like, it was, it was all right. It was okay. But they played by the, they like is by the numbers and they like know what they're like. It's, it's seeing stuff where I'm like, I can't believe I'm watching this. I can't believe a company made this always makes me feel good. So that's why I love these types of games. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely no one else doing it like remedy. They're, they're in their own yeah. thing, their own AWE making it's games like great. their own, <laughs> their own way. Um, yeah. And I, 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 the other thing too, which we've mentioned multiple times, I hope other games uh, look this good moving forward, even if it does take a fucking powerhouse of a PC uh, to run them. I love yeah. the the graphics push uh, of of all of it, and they did that with Control as well. I felt the same way with Control because that was like the big, that was the first time where RTX like made sense in a lot of ways. Uh, in, yeah, you, in control. you spend 10 minutes like, look at that puddle. Yeah, I can yeah. see myself in that puddle. Yeah, uh, it's that that was control for me as well. And this one is just like, look at the fucking lighting, look at the stupid lighting in this stupid diner that makes no fucking sense. And you just walk over yeah. to it and put your leg in front of it and watch it diffuse around your fucking leg, like just stupid shit like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's the end of the conversation. We're done. Spoiler That's fine. talk. Thanks, going guys. Away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for, for coming on. We're not done, <laughs> but thanks for coming on, Jesse. I, I think that conversation could only have happened 
with you. So we'll Thanks, have you dude. on in the future. I would love. Yeah. I, I mentioned this on Twitter. I would. I don't think it would. I don't think it would be a good interview because Sam's not going to say anything of value to the story. But I would love to talk to Sam Lake on a show. <laughs> like he's not just going to come on the show and be like, "Well, you see." But he'd he'd be fun just to chat with. I think. I would love to ask him about the dance number. Like I want to know it, how it like the, came to be. Not just how it came to be, but like filming it. Mm. Like I can't. I imagine it was kind of the level of like Ocean's Eleven, where it's just a bunch of dudes who are all friends making a movie for like shits and giggles. Like I have to imagine it was fun to be there that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd I'd be baffled if it wasn't. To be honest, I mean that that was amazing. Yeah. yeah. He's he's also. It's like such a unique thing to, I think, write these type of games. I would love, like Co was saying, do they know the ending and they wrote back from there or are they just making it up as they go along and like tying everything together or do they just have a board with like, it has to reference this, this, that, this, that, that, and this. I think <laughs> Jesse said something interesting and I, and I do wonder that. I wonder if they purposefully do things sometimes to ask a question they don't themselves know the answer to sure like maybe putting in that alan wake thing about being the director maybe they didn't know where that was going to go you know maybe they didn't right. maybe they had a rough idea about the books in quantum break but didn't really have a firm idea you know just like yeah. putting out their own breadcrumbs that that they can themselves follow in some cases yeah he'd be, jp he'd be i think this is very specific to you and me but like it's very similar to the way the final fantasy 14 dev team does things where they leave loose threads and then later Two expansions later, like, oh my god, I can't believe they planned this all out. And it's like, no, they didn't plan it. They just had a thread and they wrote down a note, like, we need to answer that at some. Oh, point. we're doing spoilers. And when it happened, yeah, I'm sorry, like, a little bit. Oh, oh. did I? Re I removed it. Eh, that was slight yeah. Spoilers, I mean, so. weak. Yeah. yeah, but I agree, Jesse. I agree. Um, anyways, uh, spoilers are over. No more spoilers. Sorry about that, Chad. Okay. That was on me more more so than Cooks. I removed the spoiler tag. My bad too. Uh, let's do some news. Well, the biggest news this past week, uh, I guess arguably, um, Rockstar announced they're doing GTA 6 after Jason Schreier leaked that they were doing GTA 6. Oh, Jason. Uh, yeah, Jason caught a lot of shit for that. Uh, I saw it like, that was the night prior, if I recall, uh, when, when all that went down, was him saying like, Alan Wake 6, or Alan Wake 6, Jesus Christ, GTA 6 is a thing gonna be announced as soon as this week and you're gonna get a trailer sometime in december then the next morning about 12 hours later rockstar games tweeted that very <laughs> same thing uh we're very excited to let you know that in the early december released the first trailer for the next grand theft auto look forward to many more years of sharing these experiences with you uh and that was from sam hauser uh um, wasn't that reply like wasn't it like the third reply down or something yeah it was it was the third like tweet of a series post. of tweet yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's like the most rockstar yeah. way of doing and it had like eight hundred thousand likes on a on a freaking third reply yeah let's hear all, all uh it's at 1.5 million likes now five hundred two thousand retweets um how did 169 something, million views something leads me to believe that game's gonna do okay when it comes i think okay yeah the Rockstar's pretty successful okay. it's, it's pretty wild um, what do you think the timeline for that game is when do you think we'll see it next next year i think next year i think it's out next year they've been working on it for a while yeah it's sure, sure. oh like yeah a, sure sure yeah. sure i think i think the bigger question is like what what is that game like what is it just another 
well-produced AAA story like GTA 4, GTA 5 was? Or like, are they are they doing something absolutely crazy? I mean, the, the game's supposed to have uh, cost like one to two billion dollars with a supposedly the the rumor i heard is that they are much more um leaning into the social aspect with this one yeah so kind of taking a page from the gtarp stuff not necessarily in that Mm -hmm. regard not like having gtrp in the game but a lot more like other players it's more of a social experience in the city so it's like an Uh, always online i have no idea you you think it would be an always online thing yeah i don't know i don't know what that would look like I mean, like, if if you look at like yeah. if you look at GTA Five today, very little people talk about GTA Five single player story. It it's like not a. It was good when it came out, but GTA Five now is like yeah the the GTA Online just cranks money out, and then I think in our sphere it's like oh yeah GTA RP is you know kept GTA huge on on like the content creators aspect. I. I don't know what GTA. I really, truly don't know what GTA Six looks like. Is like an initial launch. Like, what is it? Just another, just another story. I don't know. I don't know what they launch with. Uh, and does that does that undersell or not undersell? Does that disappoint the fandom of Grand Theft Auto if it is just that at launch and then GTA Six Online follows? which is kind of what they've done in the past, right? Or do they even do an online component? Is it just a single player thing? And then they bring over kind of everything that the online aspect is. I do not know. I don't know what that game truly looks like, uh, apart from just more GTA ultimately. Um, Cause we kind of saw what they did with, uh, with red dead. And that was very much like what they did with GTA five, but just in the red dead framework. From like a story and, like, and thematic element. Is Rockstar known for taking crazy chances? Because really they just home in like Not they hone really. in on what works. Yeah. And they like create bigger versions of what works. They'll figure out what their audience loves and they'll be like, okay, we're gonna make a bigger version of that and make it we're gonna give you more story and more crazy things to do. But they aren't like, we're gonna get real crazy. They you know, they play it safe often. So I don't know. If they're going to come out and be like, next game, it's like an MMO. I honestly think people that love Grand Theft Auto would be like, nah, nah, I'm not playing that. I honestly don't know. I agree. Yeah. It's a space adventure. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, well, that's it's the on thing. the moon. That, that's the thing is, is GTAs are not those. GTAs are fairly grounded stories. They're grounded stories in the fact that like, yeah, you run around la and murder everyone right but it's still like it's still earth right it's it's not space it's not uh it's not an alan wake thing where you is this real reality it's like nope this is la and uh you've those guys took your your drugs or your your car or whatever um so i I don't know what unless it's just a well-told one of those um i i think weren't some of the leaks like it's a you play a husband and wife I think is the main characters. Um, I remember reading something like that. So like that could be a thing, but still I mean, Clyde style. Yeah. I, I don't know. That could be fun. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what the, um, unless they go for like, 
It'll, it'll probably have the thing kind of like what they, they did somewhat in GTA 5 where you can swap between the two, kind of like what they did in, in Spider-Man, where you can swap between the two and it's pretty much instant. I think that would be cool. Um, I don't think they make it like a co-op experience. I think it's probably going to be a single-player story. Um, and then they just go crazy with the online stuff. And maybe that's where like the social elements uh, co was. The MMO elements come into play. But I don't know. I mean, they're definitely going to do something where you have to buy extra stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> gonna be... Yeah. No, there's going to be. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 There's going to be that somewhere. <laughs> Don't fit that in there. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we'll see. I, I guess we'll see the first trailer uh, next month. Here's the other question. Uh, and this actually had a longer, a, a bigger discussion uh, on the internet that, than I was expecting. Does Keeley get that at the the Game Awards, or is Rockstar going to do their own thing because they're Rockstar? Mm. I say no. I say say Rockstar does their own thing. Rockstar does their own thing? Yeah. They've always done their own thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think there's a history of Rockstar dropping trailers at the Game Awards. But it's also a different time now. Like, Game Awards is fucking huge. But Rockstar... Yeah, where was the Game Awards 10 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> but GTA is also that GTA. Is like, the, 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 uh, the, I think the Jason Schreier tweet was like the biggest game of all time. I don't necessarily disagree with that statement. Like, GTA kind of transcends the idea of video <laughs> games into, like, popular culture with how many things have happened around it uh, as an IP. So I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know where I, yeah. I would, I think if I'm Jeff, I'm trying to get it at my show. Oh, hell yeah. Of but, course. Yeah. But I don't, <laughs> I don't know if, if rockstar is open for that. <laughs> if, they, if they even need to advertise Outside of their own thing. I think that tweet kind of shows that they need to advertise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a crazy amount of, of exposure for sure. Yeah. So if I was Rockstar, again, I'm no PR genius, but if I was Rockstar, I would give Keeley because the Game Awards is the seventh. So I'd give yeah. Keeley a like, because Game Awards is the seventh, Rockstar's 25th is the 10th. So I'd be like, here's a teaser for a thing that's a teaser for our trailer. You can have like a 30 second in three days. Yeah. It comes out. So Jeff gets a thing and they get some hype and then people are ready for it to drop on the 10th. Like that's what I would do as sort of like we get a double dip. Yeah. I, that could happen. Especially if that's like the, the, that would have to be the final thing, right? The, like the final trailer they drop or the final trailer. He usually ends on game of the year and they don't do any trailers after that, but that's like the lead right. up trailer to that moment right like i i i don't know of a bigger thing that could be dropped at the game awards than the trailer for gta 6 unless they drop like elden ring dlc is elden ring dlc bigger than gta 6 i don't know is elden I mean, ring better bigger than gta not, 6 no, the D- but, yeah so i mean no but like you know one could be much more hyped than the other you know what i mean like it sure. depends on what is shown yeah like it really comes down to what it could be i mean yeah but if you're saying in general is anything bigger than gta no which is what jason was saying which i think everyone agrees it's the biggest game in the world which is why it's a billion dollar game they're making 
With, yeah, that's also just insane. Because like, Star Citizen, the 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 meme of all memes is not even at a billion dollars. Right? So what do we even like? What is G? How? What does a billion dollar game do? I don't know. That's that's the big question. Um, but I suppose we'll see. Think of any game would it would be bigger than that? Like any announcement of any game. Yeah. I don't even think like like a new a new Elder Scrolls. No, nah. I think GTA does nope. better than that. I think like Half Life Three, like that meme, like nope, no. Yeah, I, I think it's Autoscape Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even that people would like not be nearly as hype as finally seeing G- like. Uh, unfortunately <laughs> i love how somebody yeah. said mass effect 4 and it's like oh is it 10 years ago that kind of happened uh this past week i mean yeah no even then news, man yeah. even that i was like uh, all right cool <laughs> i was like yeah. all right dude that was I, I was watching like diehard fanatical mass effect fans and they were just like what the fuck is this shit like it was the joe pesci meme of just like why the fuck are you gonna show this this does nothing Problem- and then the report came the out problem, that game's not coming out till 2029. The problem with Bioware is they love their, like, here's a little tease. And they keep doing it. And it's, after a while, you're just like, I just either release the game or not. Like, I just don't care. Like, stop giving us, like, pre-rendered, like, I'm cool and I'm walking down a hallway. Like, awesome, y'all. Cool. Yeah. It's Another so unfortunate larger problem is that Bioware is not Bioware anymore. Yeah, so that has Max. significantly deadened the hype, unfortunately. Well, um, and also like that's six years. If it really, truly is not coming out till twenty twenty nine, because they're gonna they're gonna do Dragon Age, uh, Dreadwolf, or whatever that ends up being named first. That poor project, man. How the fuck is Bioware gonna exist another six fucking years? <laughs> like, how, how do they not get shut down? There's no way. There's no I just want to point out wrong. that that Jesse's view on teases is very similar to my view on twists in video games. It's like, oh my God. I keep doing it, and I stop caring. <laughs> sure, sure. Yep. Zeke's never going to let this go. He's never going to let it go, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is our life now. It's our, it's our thing. Uh, yeah, so we will see with, uh, with, with GTA 6 uh, here in about a month. Um, see what happens. Um, that's right, Zeke. That's right, it's a spiral. Uh, it's, it's not a loop. Um, what else should we, I mean, we can, I, I mentioned the golden joysticks and then kind of degraded them by saying the actual game awards. Here's why I say that. I think if you look at like, uh, if you look at where like Hollywood does like the Oscars, right? The Oscars are generally the, 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 the go they're, they're the top of the top when it comes to awards, right? The game awards holds that spot. I think within, uh, the gaming sphere, for most people, especially people outside of the gaming sphere, they're the Oscars of gaming. However, the issue with the golden joysticks is we got to get, there's got to be like some, we got to start standardizing these awards. Did y'all look at the nominations and like what games were in some points, but other games were not in some points because of how, when they released. So they were up for like critic votes, but they weren't up for uh, fan vote stuff because of when they were released. Like Alan Wake two was in, was not in a lot of categories. Spider-Man two was not in the best PlayStation game, even though that was the best oh, PlayStation game. 
Uh, it was a very, I, I can pull up all the different nominations, but it when was you, a very when weird When you thing. brought it up earlier, I actually wrote this down. I actually wrote down the golden joystick equals golden globes. It's like, there's another award show that a lot of people watch, but it's not the main one. I guess if I had to like, think of a compare, I guess I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like what else, what is on like, uh, what's if, if the next reign below the game awards is an award show within the gaming sphere. I guess it's the golden joysticks. There's also the BAFTAs. BAFTAs is pretty big, but it's very British specific. Yeah. 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 Um, I, it's tough. It's tough because the game awards for it being an award show is so completely not about the awards. Totally. Yeah. People tune in to see trailers yeah. see new things they're not watching it's to a see show like, yeah, yeah it, which is why it stands above all the others because people are tuning in for what it provides not you know like most of the people watching the award show aren't there because they want to see who won a thing they're there because like what's gonna oh what's next what's the next thing gonna reveal and um well they you know, know the that because half the awards are awarded off the fucking camera off, they're like yeah and here's yep. the rattle off list of five awards that we gave out and they yeah. do that at the Oscars as well, but yeah, yeah, I I agree with you that they need to. But at the Oscars, they aren't dropping trailers for like the next hot movie. You know what I mean? Like, the Game Awards is a different beast, but I think it's smart because it taps into what people actually care about. It's hard to get people to be like, "I'm so excited that John Smith won Best Digital Edit." Like, it's like real hard for people, just like your average Joe, to care about what goes on in the game dev world. Um, I, you say that, so it, but. The fallout after the Game Awards this year on the internet is going to be like... <laughs> That's because it was a big year. And there's a lot of people have opinions on all the games that came out. Like a lot of... It's, yeah. Like, we'll do it on this fucking show. We'll, we'll do it in the moment. Mm-hmm. We'll co-stream that and be like, that didn't fucking deserve that award. What the fuck are they thinking time feel? Um, sure. So I, I think, like, I agree with you, but I also, I, I guess I slightly disagree with you in terms of people don't care about the awards. People didn't care about the awards and now they do because of where the game awards is at. I would say like Jeff has actually been successful in creating reverence. Uh, if I think that's the right word around the actual game awards. Cause do you think SGF helped that? Or like, do you think, it's, think, kind of, it's kind of a sister thing to that, though, in terms of, like, the pomp and the circumstance. So, I SGF mean, is? To the Game Awards? Yeah. 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 Like, they're kind, of, they're kind of synergistic. So, I I mean, do you really think it's the awards themselves, or do you think it's just more, the like, again, the show around it? Do you think it could happen without the awards and still just be a big show, like an E3-style I don't know if it's thing? there 100. yet. 100. I don't, I don't yeah. think it's there yet. But I do think really? people care about the awards more so than they did when it started on Spike ten years ago. Mm. And those those things, were I kind of see dog the, shit. I kind of see the goal. I I see it kind of like the MTV Awards back in the day. If you remember those, were like yeah, yeah, the the, the, the Game Awards is like the big. Oh, do they? Oh yeah. wow, <laughs> the big public facing. This is for you guys, kind of thing. Here's a bunch of new music videos, or in this case, game things. Where the golden joysticks are a little bit more, like, granted, they are still popular, but it's a little more industry, I'd say. Like, a little bit more, like, but then that comes back to your point about how the, the categories are weird. But I don't know. Yeah, they just seem different I'll in scale. I think is what it is at the end of the day. It's just a lot of scale differentials. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, 
the golden uh, this is what i'll say about the golden joysticks their fine award in fact i love them specifically because i have one here's the thing though <laughs> the one i have you do? is i do the one i have is awesome. for upcoming youtuber 2016. at that point <laughs> i've been doing youtube for six years nice. so like just you know it says everything you need to know about like what they choose and how they choose things yeah like <laughs> that's very I much says what's going on in, in 2016 though I, I feel yeah i didn't deserve to be yeah. in that category but yet i was and won and i'm not gonna say no to the award but like i didn't deserve to be there why was i there yeah right yeah. and it's same thing with you know when you look at uh mortal kombat being in best multiplayer yeah mortal kombat like, won best multiplayer against even the uh, net code Street is Fighter, trash Diablo, that that <laughs> remnant 2 a game called yeah. we were here expeditions the friendship exo primal was also another nominated game the fact that street fighter 6 I mean, lost to mortal kombat is all it's like just it's my soul it's crushing me yeah no that, asked, was, that was a weird uh, one did i un, uh, unaware was i the one who picked it because i would have been like i don't know any of these games i give it to mortal kombat <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the end of the Mortal Kombat 1 story. I know it's not multiplayer, but that was an incredible experience. It's pretty fucking sick. The story of Mortal Kombat 1 is super fun. The story is fucking sick, yeah. Yeah, yeah the story of oh, Mortal Kombat 1 is great, but like best multiplayer? You're out of your mind. That's I don't know weird. about that. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, we can we can kind of go through these real quick. Uh, Studio of the, the Year, Larian won best visual. Here's one that I don't necessarily right. agree with. Best visual design was Baldur's Gate 3. See, yeah, the thing is, I though, would... it's kind of like a lot of our categories. That can mean a lot of things. It can. Best totally. visual design doesn't necessarily have to mean, like, the best graphics. But even if we're going but... by art style or, like, art theme, I, like, I don't think Baldur's Gate... Mm. Baldur's Gate 3 didn't look bad. I wasn't upset with anything it did. But, like, Hi-Fi Rush oozes fucking style out its asshole. <laughs> sure. <laughs> even, even Street Fighter it's 6, kind of leave that, that like... <laughs> Even though Street Fighter 6 isn't like a beautiful game, the way the design of it, the street art, the like spray paint, like it's just visually they did a lot of fun things. And yeah, yeah, Baldur's yeah. Gate's great. And I have no problem that it won, but it just seems like a weird category. Best visual design as like, like, what does that mean? It's so vague. Yeah. It can mean anything. And we just spent 90 minutes talking about Alan Wake 2, which I think would not, it, not, not even, even on there. there. Alan Wake 2 is one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is more Bar deserving uh, than most of these, <laughs> I would say. Um, game expansion, Phantom Liberty won that. Um, against, I agree with that, though. I think that's spot yeah, on. The, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phantom Liberty is is totally deserved, 100%. Uh, indie game was... Oh, yeah, uh, if I was in the game, but like you guys, like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, look at, the, look at these shills over here. <laughs> Look at these shills. I know where my breath is. We were in the expansion. Come on. <laughs> these fucking chills. Uh, best indie game. A long, big conversation around Dave the Diver, I think, being within uh, this yeah. list. Um, That's a toughie, man. That's a toughie. Yeah. Yeah. Steam Stars is an incredible game. It's an amazing RPG, but like, Dave the Diver captured the hearts of the world. Like, I mean, like, you oh, can't. 100%. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dave the Diver is absolutely amazing. The issue is that Nexon is a giant triple A company that loves yeah, their not, money, and they created the studio that made Dave the Diver 2019 called Mint yeah. specifically for stuff like this. So yeah. a lot of people are kind of, here's, I'm in Dave the Diver, and I'm looking at this and being like, I don't know, man. Like that's that's it's it's not really it doesn't really make sense. Not really. And if we start normalizing that kind of behavior, like 
that's a that Good could point. be a slippery slope, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a little it's a little strange. Talked about best multiplayer, best audio, Final Fantasy 16 one. Um I didn't Again, uh, uh, yeah. Alan Wake's not in there, but I'll give it to sixteen. But like, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, me, me and Jesse are uh, soaking fanboys. I think all of us actually are probably soaking fanboys. Um, oh, love them. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, so it's it is what it is. Best game trailer is a really weird award, um, especially that Alan Wake Two is in this. <laughs> like, Alan Wake yeah. Two, the Dark Place gameplay trailer. I. The, the Legend of weird. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom official trailer number three. Baby Steps Reveal, though. I mean. Baby Steps Reveal probably should have won that. However, the official cinematic trailer for Phantom Liberty was also very good looking with Elba in it. Um, that, it's all, the whole thing's weird. Yeah, Dave the Diver official release month and accolades trailer. I don't think we should I have an award for like, best trailers. And I do a show called Trailer list. Time. I don't think we should have a fucking award show <laughs> for best game trailer. Looking at this list is, is like, all right, we got five, but we need a sixth. Yeah. What are we going to do? Like, just what What was the last one you watched? You said it was kind of funny. I put that put that one on the list. Yeah. Maybe, maybe something. <laughs> Strange. Uh, best game community. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 ended up taking that. Uh, sure. Like, like I, Bear I'm, Sex brings a lot of people together, man. It, you know, all Bear Hell Sex and Vampires. Yeah. You're welcome, world. People like Bear Sex um, and Vampires. Yep. It's weird. Are you though, ever going to tell us what you meant by that tweet? What was that? Do you remember that, Jesse? Like, after that happened, either you tweeted or said something where you were like, Oh, I was, I was, go watch the video. The okay. guy shouting the loudest to have them have bear sex is very clearly me. And then the okay, rest of the video, go. I'm okay. maniacally laughing because <laughs> they got like booted off of TikTok for showing it. Like I was so pleased with myself. I was so happy. And, look, yeah, Jesse, and, uh, you, look, I'll say it for you. You're responsible for BG3 success and deserve some of these awards that they won. Right. Honestly, like, I'm not saying, again, you know, I'm not saying I'm a PR honestly, specialist. We, we can like, contact Sven for you if you want to. I was going to say, awards. he's having trouble carrying all those awards for, yeah. for the, for the love of his lower back. He probably should, you know, offload we'll, we'll message him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's we'll, great. We'll he's, a, he's a friend of the show. Plenty we'll, of you know. dinners with that man. He is a solid dude. Yeah. 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 I will say though, that again, community is a weird thing. Like fandom is what I'd say Baldur's Gate 3 is. It has a huge, amazing fandom. Community is a strange word. Again, like I don't associate fandoms with communities. Communities are like Final Fantasy 4, like an MMO community, like yeah. a wow thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Again, it, it all depends on what you define as it. Because like if you go to the Baldur's Gate 3 Reddit, it's, it's a hugely active, hugely positive, oh, yeah. awesome Reddit. Tons of fan art, tons of fan music, like... There is a there is a giant community behind Baldur's Gate three, so it you know it's not necessarily that they're all playing together, but there is certainly a, right. a group of people that love and and so I don't yeah know, I guess man. it's what it's it's all terminology you know what I mean like yeah. to me I'm it's like oh that's just a really inspired and passionate fandom like something about the word I, community I'm just like what is the difference is? between a fandom and a community I th I think fifty percent of that vote was was uh really vocal and active Asterian fanfic slash fake writers. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. I think that's very accurate. Without question. Yeah. It, who was I? I was listening to, to some, some like news, like an actual news program in the car while I was driving to the office the other day. And they like people who were like 65 
made a joke about like you know i was i was gonna get worked on this weekend but instead i was trying to romance a a vampire in the game called Baldur's gate three and i was like bro what yeah it's it's huge it's a huge game nice but i i, I do want to like i saw that list and then i saw dreams on there and i was like that is awesome that they actually got on there because that is a community who makes shit like yeah. everybody else plays the shit that's the only one where the community makes everything you know they have a platform to make it on but that community like makes and shares their stuff and i love that i wish it would have won but yeah i mean it's it's also you know. like it just you guys have said it before it comes down to like it's a different facet of community yeah it's like, how do you define, exactly like Ko was saying, how do you define community, fandom, whatever? Yeah, like a lot of people in my yeah. chat were like, it's a fandom, not a community. And then somebody asked them and they were like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, it, That's it's, a perfect example. It's, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. <coughs> uh, best VR game, Horizon Call the Mountain one. I don't think anyone, the five people that play VR games were like, yeah, we like Horizon. <laughs> uh, and then went back to VR chat. Yeah. This one yeah. was weird to me. Best gaming hardware. PSVR 2 won. It was up against the Turtle Beach Stealth Pro headset, the Alienware 34 AW3423 We call this the sponsor category. The Nitro Deck, the Asus ROG Strix Scope 296, or the Samsung 990 Pro. Now, I you personally like compare that stuff to each other. You they're, can they're if you know what it is. Category of product. <laughs> I would what? say the Alienware Monitor should win. However, the PSVR 2 won. But yeah, this is a weird category. Also, like with the Steam Deck came out. Was that not this year? I guess that was last year. Mm. So it's not in there. I don't know. All, okay, yeah, yeah, and there's also a hard drive here. The Samsung 990 Pro, that's an SSD. Settle, settle something for me, guys. <clears throat> Ridiculous. Better ball, base or foot? Tough question, I know. Hmm. That's Basket. what it feels like. <laughs> oh, a, a dark horse candidate coming in. Basket's pretty good. <laughs> Bocce, if you will. Yeah. I'm not talking about the sport. I'm talking about the actual ball that the sport is played right, with, right. which is yeah. better. Tennis is also pretty good. Tennis has a lot Ooh, of bowling. Uh, yeah. Good job, oh, Chad. Bowling. Bowling. I prefer pin. Oh, that's also pretty. You good. can't compare those. They're not the same. Oh, I get it. Ah. Very weird oh, award there. <clears throat> uh, breakthrough award. No nominations. Cocoon just won. <laughs> sure, I, I guess because there's so many like Let's just do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Critics' Choice Award, Alan Wake Two is what won that, and so this is where it gets down to like the critics' vote happened at a point where Alan Wake Two was already out, but the fan vote happened where Alan Wake Two was not out, so fans couldn't vote for Alan Wake Two, which is what I was saying. We need some sort of so like weird. The Oscars usually is like the ones that create the range for the movies that are going to be in award season. We need, I guess, Jeff or someone to like the Academy, as it were, to create the range. <laughs> the gaming Academy. <laughs> the range for which things are voted upon. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it a year of films happened and then the start of the next year they have award shows? Yeah, most award shows I think are in February. Um, yes. for- so it's like... We already know what the year was. There is no, 
they released the game in November and like we, you know, they don't do that, which I think is why the Game Awards is in December because it's at least at that they point. They try to do it at the no very end. No huge games yeah. are coming out. Yeah. But like games start coming out, they couldn't do it in January because games start well, coming no, out. No, you in January. could. It would be the award show would be for the previous year. Yeah. It, but the other thing too, Chad, Chad is right. Game Awards is a marketing event. For the most part. Oh, oh, yeah. And it's so they're a, trying to sell they're trying to sell things for the holiday season. And that's probably a big pitch that Jeff uses to get some of these trailers into the show. Be surprised. Is that well, like, fuck, yeah. I mean that's why we do our fucking dumb little show at the in, in January. Yeah. That's why we do it in January because we do it for the entire year previous, you yeah. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So because we're not trying to sell shit. Yeah. Like said. Yeah. <laughs> uh Critics Choice Award was Alan Wake 2. Best streaming game was Valorant. Sure. Uh, cool. Best lead performer, uh, Ben Starr. Real quick, just, just real quick. What Good are they for doing him, man? Streaming game. I think it was just to stream for streamers. Like had the like... biggest tournaments, that kind of thing. Yeah, like, I, I don't know okay. what. I, I think that one was more more metrics related. Than, yeah. Which yeah. I I saw I this uh, this stat, and it's not because my wife works on the team that was looking at this information, but I saw the stat on TikTok had ninety nine point five billion views for the Valorant hashtag. When I looked at it the other day, whoa, and that's like, incredible! That's a bit. That's a lot of fucking views. <laughs> that that's a bit. That's like a staggering amount. I didn't even know that something was viewed that much. But there you go. I guess <laughs> that's it. That's a thing. And I don't even know if that's yeah. the most viewed uh, on TikTok. It's probably not by any stretch. It's probably like Taylor Swift or some shit. You haven't even seen cat videos. Yeah, or cat. Yeah, Taylor Swift might be. Taylor Swift cat videos might be the biggest thing. <gasps> you never know. It's the next big thing right there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, best lead performer, Ben Starr as Clive Roscoe. Okay. Final Fantasy 16. Not only hugely deserved and awesome, but I'm I'm going to give them a quick little shout out. Give if Ben Starr out. Okay. If you Google natural six Kickstarter right now, there is a Kickstarter that closes in the next couple days. It's got like a handful of hours left. And it is a big new critical role style live D&D show. Ben Starr, Doug Cockle, Voice of the Witcher, Holly Bennett. Uh, they've got a great D&D person as well. They've got other, uh, they've got uh, um, uh, Alex Jordan, who's Mr. Hands in the Cyberpunk expansion. Tons of top talent. And they've already passed their goal, and now they're working on stretch goals. And if you like that kind of stuff, you should definitely, definitely, definitely check that Kickstarter out. There's lots of fun stuff. So yep, nice. the reason I'm saying this is because it closes in like two days. And it's yep. an all-star cast. So uh, yeah. they Pretty are cool at they had a goal of sixty-one thousand uh, one hundred fourteen. I think that was converted from euros or something. Um, yeah, it was fifty thousand euros is what they were at, uh, and they're currently at sixty-nine thousand. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very, nice. Very well done. Nice. Yeah. Uh, they have a bunch of stretch goals. I think the next one is uh, 70k. So oh, can we get a link? Yeah, give me one. Uh, yeah, it was posted in my... I can send it to you in Discord. If I could I'll just it. Google it and turn it on there since these that works. people apparently don't know how to do that. That's fine. I'll do it for you. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Let me Google that Speaking for you. Speaking of quick. the voice of The Witcher, <laughs> uh, the new animated show that's coming to Netflix, he is doing the voice for that. So, yes! Oh, awesome. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. It's very good. Yeah. Um, Geralt's back, baby. Alan Wake 2 did have uh, Alan Wake, uh, the voice act, the voice actor for Alan Wake, as well as Saga Anderson uh, in here. Um, they had both Spider-Mans, 
Yuri and uh, Naji. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Who played Miles? Um, and then the did either of you play Deliver Us Mars? I want to say Co I did. did. Yeah, they they had yes. uh, Elise Chapel who played Kathy jo- Johansson mm-hmm. uh, in that. Mm-hmm. So. And funny side thing, the guy that directed that and played a lead was Neil Newbaum, who won the Best Supporting Performer. Yeah, that's thing. the next word. Neil Newbaum. <laughs> uh, Neil's got like a whole, like he is like the motion capture king of England. Voice I'm convinced of this. Too, as well. <laughs> yeah. he's, he, is he's, he has become a powerhouse. So linked up. Yeah, he's awesome. He's yeah. very cool. Yep. Great guy. Now, uh, we, we had a discussion in uh, Best Supporting uh, Performer. Uh, Amelia Tyre. Tyler was in here for uh, the narrator of BG3, sure. as well as uh, that's Ralph. That's a tough one, man. Yeah, Ralph Edison, who was Sidolphus, Sid from Final Fantasy oh, 16. That's amazing as well. Like, th- it's honestly, pretty stacked. Best supporting is very stacked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I'm I surprised there was not a single ball person in lead. Yeah, I guess. How do you. Det- I mean, if anything, I guess Amelia, I would, say Amelia. would be lead. I think Amelia yeah, that's very. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think Amelia should have been in Best Lead Performer. I think that was a, a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yep. If, if the definition is like the game would not exist without this person speaking, then yeah, that's Amelia. <laughs> she would be. She the had like what? Game. She, had a, she had an obscene amount of lines in every single For one every of them. situation. So well delivered. Multiple lines. It's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, it's crazy and, how much is of her. And is the in inflection and the change of playing Dark Urge and the way she like switches up on you is so good. Yeah. I can't like wait it, to do that run. Yeah, yeah, she's talented. Yeah, yeah, you owe me one, right? Or not? I mean, I owe you. <laughs> what? Who owes you? Hundred month game. That's that's co changed it mm-hmm. to. Oh, uh, oh. Dark, dark urge co op. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh, Nintendo game of the year: Legend of Zelda, Tears of the that's Kingdom. Weird, that's a weird category. We weird start getting the weird ones where it's yeah. like very specific game of the year. PC game of the year: BG three one. PlayStation yeah. Game of the Year, Spider-Man 2 is not even nominated, which is strange. Resident Evil 4 1, which is Giving it to Resident Evil 4, I, I disagree with. I strongly disagree yeah. with that. <laughs> just remakes. And just, like, maybe best remake you could do, but like giving it to the best game on PlayStation. Well, all of these know. are aren't all of these games except for humanity multi-platform. So how is it PlayStation Game of the Year? Sixteen. Look, JT, sometimes, will be. sometimes you need to stop asking questions. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> that's you just what let I'm saying. Lie. We need the game academy to fucking figure this shit. FF sixteen. Also, I yeah. can't put yeah. my finger on it, but I think they're like the, the, the category seems to be missing a game. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Spooder Man too. It's not there. The man's of Spooder. Uh, this Xbox game of the year, Starfield. I I guess sure. Hi-Fi Rush is maybe, uh, sure. Also, Dead Space. It's nice that Chance of Sonar got a little bit of a shout-out, at least. Yeah, yeah. Little, I love how Pentiment was on there. They just wanted to like, throw a game on there. Yeah. yeah I got to put it somewhere. Let's let's give Josh a shout-out, because that game's actually pretty great. I yeah. like that. Such a weird, like, these categories are strange. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's very weird. Uh, most Wanted game. Let's get even weirder. Uh, because some of these, like Silk Song, is that even coming out? I guess Most Wanted doesn't dictate that it is next year, but sure. Yeah. 
Hades yeah, 2, like, Fabled, uh, Star Wars Outlaws, Death Stranding 2, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, Persona 3 Reload, Metal Gear Solid, Delta Snake Eater, Arc 2, Frostpunk 2. Just a weird list. Uh, just an absolutely weird list. It's like they went to like uh, some website and were like, what games come out in 2024? Like, I know. What, except they just went to Google and did like games out in 2024. Yeah. Like, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the uh, the final uh, award that was given out, uh, Ultimate Game of the Year, which BG3 ended up taking, uh, potentially being a uh, <coughs> a precursor to it winning uh, all the awards come award season. I guess we're in award season now, um, which I I thought it was going to be a I thought there would be more conflict in BG3 winning, but seeing this and seeing the discussion around it. I think it's a shoe in for like winning the whole Shabash at the, the game awards. If that is the big, I think it's going to be ultimate see a one, lot of it. I think BG three is probably going to take that. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it has the same vibe as when return of the King won all those awards. Yeah. There were a lot of amazing movies that year, but it was so big that it, you just have to accept that it's going to win. Like it's going to win a lot of awards just because of how massive a game it is, how massive the fandom is, how massive, like, it is in the cultural ethos. It's that big. Yeah. So you just have to accept it. It's going to it's gonna walk away with a ton of awards this year. Yeah, these uh, these were in order, by the way. So Alan Wake was five. Uh, Jedi Survivor was four. Spider-Man 2 was three. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom was two. And Baldur's Gate was one. The rest of them, I don't think, are in order. I just know those top five were. That's how well, they came out. They're in the order, order of vote gets. Yeah, that, that's how they revealed oh, wow. that was. At number five, yeah. Alan Wake. Yeah, yeah it's kind of strange. But. Um. Am I, 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 Lords of the Fallen's on there, but Lies of P is not? Yeah, that my chat said the same thing. That's, that's a little that's weird. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's Lies of weird. P deserves to be on there 10x more than Lords of the Fallen. I'm yeah. sorry, Lords of the Fallen. Uh, but that's. Hey, I loved Lords of the truth. Fallen, but Lies of P was something special, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's. If, if anyone's curious as to why, like, Zelda. Or like I love Alan Wake too. I think it's a phenomenal game. One of my favorite. It's just continues to be amazing for me. But I have put at least two hundred hours into Baldur's Gate three across multiple campaigns. I've still not beaten that game. I'm just enjoying playing. It is yeah. It's so next level that it's just gonna win. You just have to accept it. it, it it's just someone gonna win. Someone in my chat. Uh, just really, let it happen. It, it solidified, like, for the longest time, I was, I think I've said on my stream, like, yeah, it's probably going to be between Zelda and BG3, just because Zelda, Zelda, Zelda within, like, mainstream culture, it's known, it's it's Zelda, right? Like, they're making a fucking movie. That was news we haven't gotten to yet. They announced they're making a, a full live-action film around it. That's how big it is. But Baldur's Gate 3 got Call of Duty bros Playing a CRPG <laughs> in 2023. Yeah. If there's not a like bigger example of how impactful that game was on the entire video gaming scene, it's that. And and it's not just playing it like fucking posting thirst traps over a starry on Twitter. And well, also, will someone please think of the bear sex? Yeah, yeah. I feel like this isn't I, big this year. Bestiality was I huge don't wanna, apparently. I'm not going to spoil anything, but if you <laughs> play Dark Urge, huge every year, JP. <laughs> if you play Dark Urge and you, as a goof, I decided to be like, I'm going to reject every time this game wants me to be evil. What could possibly happen? 
The payoff might be the greatest thing I've ever seen in a video game. Do, and I was so shocked that they planned for it. They clearly had really? some sort of like, we know someone's going to do this, and we're going to make a whole brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. So also it's, wild it's an that, impressive game. Also wild that between me, Zeke, and Co, we have like five, 600 hours of total game time. We haven't even started a Dark Urge playthrough. Like that's... I've, yep. It's just there's it's so much. It was the first thing I did. I was like, I'm so gonna be a dark game. urge paladin. I'm gonna be the goodest boy. I chose every nice choice, and I was you like, were Jesse, the, Jesse the good, right? Yeah, Jesse the good. Yeah, they. Yeah. When I was at the event, Sam was like, "Look, if you play dark urge and you reject it, we made it so the game would like challenge you." And I was like, "I'm gonna test this, dude. I'm gonna test this." And he's like, "Go ahead." Man was right. Man, I was yeah. so pleased. I was like, they thought of this though. You so you did a full good dark urge playthrough, but you you did no safe scumming, right? So you you did bad things because you failed rolls. I'm assuming. Oh, I mean, like it. The, so the way it works is, if you say I don't want to kill these people or I don't want to do this, the game gets progressively more like roll a thirty, bitch. Yeah, like you, yeah. it gets way harder to do stuff. But the payoff for succeeding is so good in a way that's so, so unexpected. When you say succeeding, did you save scum the rolls to always win? Or did you um, like let the bad did you did you when you lost a roll, did you let it play out? I guarantee at one point I definitely saved scum something, but most of the time it was like let it ride, baby. Let's see what happens. Cool. Okay. Um and there's a very cool moment that I'm sure it got clipped somewhere where it's just like I have I have no way to to like change this. Let's just see what happens. And it's just beautiful. It's really well done. But of course, I'm me, so I definitely save scum sometimes for things because yeah. I want to see. Like, I would do the bad version, and then I'd go back and try to be like, I want to know what's going to happen. Like, what what are the options here? I love seeing the different outcomes. Yeah. So I I'll definitely that. save scum stuff. Yeah. Yep. You've got me very fun. conflicted because my big plan for my dark urge playthrough was just to lean into it completely, and now I'm like, wait a second. So I made a second character. <laughs> that I just called Jesse the evil exact same build, exact same character. And I just made all the other choices. It's equally met like one. Oh, okay. They're both okay. messed up in their own totally different messed up ways. Yeah. I've, I've heard it some is. of the, the leaning into it is just wild. So yeah. Yeah. What a game. Uh, I'm sure we will be talking about that. Uh, come December 7th and come our game of the year awards, uh, which we don't have a guest next week. Uh, it's a great time to remind everyone because you guys can remind us next week. You, you guys being chat, uh, me, Zeke, and Co. We got to figure out our our categories so we can get our uh, community polls out there. I think we should have. I think we should start with best trailer, funniest trailer, best action trailer, <laughs> best comedy trailer. Look, best I watch thrilling trailer. As someone who watches best trailer about, of trailers, I watch about fifty trailer. No, that's a little bit. I watch about twenty five no. trailers a week. I'm down. I'm on best board. PlayStation trailer, best Xbox, best. I, I'm still pushing for best button on the keyboard. Best Baldur's Gate three trailer. The category. I'm. I got it. I'm on okay, board. Great. Let's do it. Uh, we, I mentioned in passing the uh, the Zelda live action film was announced from Nintendo. I think in if it's cooperation. Not Tom Holland, I'm gonna. I'm gonna riot. We don't. Uh, they did not uh, name any uh, any casting yet, but they're working with Sony and in, uh, in tandem with this. And I think Avi Arad. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Is also working with them. He's responsible for producing the first Iron Man film, uh, among other films, which are maybe not as uh, beloved, I would say, as that. 
So we'll see what it's going to look like. A lot of people were upset. They wanted an animated um, film after, I think, the, the Mario. <laughs> but, like, it's a weird somebody, thing. Somebody, somebody just said this in chat, and now I can't unsee it. They, just, they should just make Jared Leto Link and make him look as young as possible. I was thinking they're going to ride the wave of like, popularity and have, like, wow. Timothy Chalamet as Link. I was thinking Pedro Timothy. Pascal's Ganon. Yeah. I think Timothy Chalamet would actually make an okay Link. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's, he's not. You know what it, sucks about the Jared Leto Link is now I'm like, well, Margot Robbie's obviously Zelda. Like, that, <laughs> that sucks. Like, that's in my head now. Oh, man. The seed is there. <laughs> Jack Black oh, is man. Tingle. I just hope we see Tingle. I want to see the one that would be kind of fun. I'll be honest. Jack Black as Tingle would be fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I don't. I want to see Jim Carrey as Ganondorf. I I just I I just don't know what that film. Like what a live action Zelda is not something I ever imagined would be a thing, but that is like where Hollywood is at now. Is is taking video games and turning them into tv and or film so i guess we're here i i don't envision it do i don't don't know i don't think it could ever be good but prove me wrong if they take it seriously and but also do like a good amount of fan service like they did with dungeons and dragons like i think i think it could be all right you know yeah the smart the smart thing to do it's gonna be weird to leave with a voice yeah, that's the thing. Is like he doesn't fucking maybe, talk. Like maybe he won't talk. Maybe what if they talk. actually? What if they bring in like a big actor and he doesn't say a freaking word? That'd be amazing. That'd be so that'd good. Actually, be that actually be kind of awesome. Yeah. Like the thing, the thing they need to do is the thing that video games screw up. Like video game movies screw up all the time, which is don't retell a story from a game. Tell a new story. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't try to like summarize a twenty-hour game in a two-hour movie. Don't do it, Hollywood. It's going to suck if you do. Cut it out. It's its own story. That's all we need. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what to expect from it, to be honest. Well, if they if they deliver something on, like, the level of Super Mario Brothers film that recently came out, then I'll be happy. But I that's it's, it's one thing to put Chris Pratt to voice Mario because you can be like, yeah, it's animated. It's fine. Whoever they cast in that role is, is like, I worry for them. Because, <laughs> like, video game fandom is fucking really crazy, uh, more so than, like, movie fandom. So I just hope that they're ready for their career career to either be, like, killed or be the second coming of Christ. <laughs> no, I mean, it's JP, no matter what. What are the other? No matter no other what. Option. The yeah. internet's going to hate them. You, no think, matter what. you think they're, they're just immediately hate they're hated? Well, then who takes that as an actor? An unknown? No, but was, well, I mean, Chris Pratt's a great example. When you first heard Chris Pratt, the internet was like, trash. And the movie came out and it, it made a fun. ton of money. Yeah, and he was fine. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's the same thing with uh, Heath Ledger as, as the Joker. Like, just when it seems like it's weird, you the internet's just like, I am so mad. And then it happens and people are like, well, that wasn't too bad. I actually kind of like that. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. My my favorite comment from the whole thing, uh, and I said this already on my stream, someone uh, commented on my tweet, uh, was that uh, someone said, I really hope the woke mind virus 
doesn't make them cast Zelda as a guy. Or wait, Zelda is a girl. That was the counter troll. It was like a, <laughs> a complete counter troll. <laughs> and I was like, that's brilliant. That's the that's the most brilliant thing to troll all sides of the internet. Yep. And a single statement is beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> Anyways. Zelda, Zelda casting would be interesting. I think Zelda's probably more important than Link. Do you think? I'll be honest Link with you. Be- my my least favorite thing in uh, the because I re- I just recently watched the Super Mario movie and it was great it was good yeah um but I think the weakest link was um uh Queen's Gambit what's her name Joy Anya Taylor Joy there you go I thought she was the weakest link in the movie she did fine but <laughs> I don't know why like she was chosen for that but in the live action Zelda I think she'd be great as Zelda. Damn it, chat. Owen Wilson as Zelda is just wow. I'd love that. I think. It, er, no, I, I was. You know what? I was about to say is Link, but no. Now I'm thinking of it as Zelda. He should. He should be Zelda. Just put a like. He's got a wig. Let's put him just, in a dress. Wow. Let's do it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. I love it. We'll see. We'll see what I happens. I didn't realize that. I said weakest Link. Oh my god. It's fine. It happens. Uh, hey, let's talk about AI. Everyone's favorite topic. Uh, Xbox has partnered. With a company called InWorld AI. What a tone deaf tweet. The timing on that is just, it's it's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of like, the game awards. Like, <laughs> uh, oh my God, dude. I'm not sure what the tweet is that you're referencing. I've got the press release up. What did the tweet say the specifically? I mean, th- no, I mean, that's, it's just, you know, I, after like one of the largest years of layoffs, like it's, it's, I don't know. It just seems like. Are you talking a, about Phil's tweet? T- I'm talking about just the announcement in general. Oh, and okay. The, and a lot it of it centered around the tweet, but like d- while the SAG after things are going on about AI and all this stuff, and there's all these problems and jobs getting lost everywhere. And they're like, yeah, so we're going to start doing, you know, and they even say in the tweet, I think it's like for the purposes of AI dialogue, they actually like right. ping a, a, something that people normally do. Not like a, we're going to facilitate people in making this. Like we are going to use this to make the thing people normally do make. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, man, just not read the room y'all like, and then on, again the game this awards is... posted about it with no context just like almost a retweet like that's also tone deaf you're supposed to be like honoring game devs and the artists who make game and you're like next year we will interview ai bot six nine four seven uh like it's just it's very strange um and again like you know like ko was saying the idea of a year when games made some of the most money they've ever made Get laid off the most people they've ever laid off is one of the best games. Absolutely, one of the best years for games. One of the worst years for game devs. Yep, I think uh, videogamelayoffs.com. I think they crossed over sixty three hundred uh, folks so far. There's another. Was it a hundred from Ubisoft on Monday? Um, they were let go. I, I want to say um, in amount. I should say I'd, maybe not a hundred. I, I don't know the exact number, but yeah. And there's like. Here's the thing. There's so many ways to use AI effectively, but not to just like, like they're jobs of like, we're making a script. You're, you have actors, like there are ways to use it to minimize the more labor intensive things of like programming or like there's ways to do it. That aren't just like, yeah, exactly. But that's not what they're using it for. They're like, what if instead it wrote out all the characters dialogue? Like what? Why would you choose the, the that? Big, the big thing about AI is is AI is, you know, there's a lot of new texts coming out and there's a lot of misinformation about those technologies. 
And I feel like as especially when technologies are are, you know, very new blockchain, web three, all that stuff. It's not only the technology, but it's how you publicly interface with the technology. AI can be used to make game development as a whole a wildly more interesting, innovative, and awesome thing. It can make small indie dev teams, you know, when they use AI, you know, to help facilitate their their, their game creation, it can make it go faster. They make more things. Like, it's great. It could be awesome. It could also be horrible. Right. <laughs> so it's like you have to really be, especially if you're a company showing off the fact that you're using it, you really have to be cognitive about, like, how it looks, what are the optics, like there's so many different ways they could have made this announcement and there's ways they could have made it that didn't feel tone deaf. Right. And it's so unfortunate that, that like they chose to go this kind of like ax instead of a scalpel way. Um, that kind of, you know, it's, it's AI is, is the future. It's going to be, and it could be amazing when it started, it gets implemented properly. Um, you know, it's not something to be scared of, but again, it is something to be like, you have to really be careful with this stuff as when you're talking about it. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm just like, I'm going to say this just to say it. Um, AI is being used as a tool to save companies money. And I'm just saying most executives make the majority of the amount of money in a company. And I feel like an AI could easily take their job. You'd save a ton of cash. They're not really making any decisions except for how do we make shareholders more money? Like an AI could do that. I'm just putting it out there. Just put it out in the ether. You could replace them and then you save some cash. You'd save millions of dollars. Just, it's just me. And the only people that would have issue with that would be the, the executives. No one else would yeah, be like, no, nah, like, we shouldn't have AI as a head of a company. <laughs> I promise you, you could replace Bobby Kotick with an AI, and it would be the roughly the exact same equivalent of quality. I'm convinced of this. You know, funny it enough, just, the, the, cult, the coldness of the decisions, too, would be an easier pill for people to swallow. Right, they're like, well, robot our, did it. Yes. our robot did that. It wasn't a person. Yes. It was our fucking robot. Be mad at the robot. <laughs> yeah. It's just making the best decisions for us as a company, and it's not a person. So, yeah. There you go. They're using algorithms anyway to make their terrible choices. Just have a AI do it. Yeah, it's all, it's all numbers, yeah, at the end of the day, ultimately. Yeah, so uh, you guys, 100%, this, this thing was just kind of tone deaf. It was The whole thing was just uh, met with a shit ton of dismay within the uh the gaming industry from kind of all sides from developers fans creators like ourselves it it was not uh i don't know what they thought this how how they thought this would go ultimately uh and if if they thought it was going to be like something that would be celebrated um i want to see those numbers right (laughs) show me that algorithm that kind of showed uh that showed them that to lead with that I do remember on uh, on the show though when I brought up a while back there was a uh, was it a Chinese company that was using AI to do MMO quest text uh, is one of their things and that's exactly what this is I think at the end of the day um, is is kind of along the same lines so it got here faster than I thought I thought we were a couple years out but no we're we're here we'll see what uh, I guess like Xbox the- does with it. The dangerous thing to remember is that oh, no, no. Quest. Oh, I'm sorry. People in chat are getting no, very confused. He's not talking about reading out quest text like in World of Warcraft. He's talking about generating quest text. Yeah, creating right? Right, the yeah. quest on the fly via AI. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
But like, things. no matter what you do with AI, it's someone's always inputting something. So be it quest text, it's taking stuff from writers and expounding upon it. If it's voices, someone needed to lend their voice to the AI so that the AI could create, like, there's a starting point and it's those people who are getting screwed over. Because once they have your voice, like, that's one of the big sag after things. Like, once your voice is being used, do you own your own voice anymore? Like, those are big issues. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a scary thing for sure. Um, what else? Not really a shocker. Um, the Epic versus Apple trial uh, has suggested that uh, the Epic the Epic was hoping to claim half of all PC gaming revenue via the Epic Game Store. Uh, and the other little tidbit of news that came alongside that is that the Epic Game Store still isn't profitable. Uh, it is not. <laughs> it is Did not. It, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna check the box. Did not quite meet expectations. Didn't quite uh, meet those expectations. <laughs> Just a little off there. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I don't know like how they. How do you look? I don't know how you look at that and think like, guys, we could do this. We could take over half of the market by putting out this store. I don't even know if Steam is half the market. I don't, I don't know like how much of the market it is, but when you compare the two steam is fucking stupidly huge and it's not even half the market. So just a weird thing coming out of there. Um, is, is it Fortnite that's just propping up the whole thing? I think it was their engine is also a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal does. Yes. Unreal is a master or a a massive thing within the industry, especially after the unity debacle. Yeah. 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 And it's it's poised to even be bigger, right, with UE5 if if everyone mm-hmm. is jumping over to that. Um, I mentioned Steam. The Steam Deck OLED was announced this past week. Um, a minor upgrade, still an upgrade, though, uh, in all of that. People have uh, already had their, their hands on it and kind of broken into it and seen all the, the different changes on it. Um, I is I think most of us Jesse do you have a Steam Deck? I know the rest of us do. I think I'm not a big like when I leave the office, I I do not game. Yeah. I spend so much time here working and gaming and doing stuff that the minute I leave, I try to do anything but. Yeah. Uh that's just old man Jesse getting away from like I got to have a me time moment. It's smart. I'm like I don't want to look at games. I don't want to talk about games. I don't want to do games when I leave. Yeah. Yeah. It's smart. Uh for uh for Zeke and Co is it, Hold on a second. When you're in the office, you talk like normal, but when you're out of the, are you actually like from Brooklyn? This is how I talk when I leave the. I'm this like, is how hey. I talk, Lizzie. Oh, I, I play Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah when I me. went to the panel, you did talk like that. You're right. I, I just that's I true. forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the minute I leave, he say, "What's with this old so... guy playing video games? What's going on here?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty much the whole. That was the whole panel. I'm pretty exactly. sure. I'm gaming here. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Zeke and Co, you guys got to get a new Steam Deck? Is it is it enticed you enough? Uh, I don't I don't it? use mine enough. Yeah. I only use mine when I travel and I travel like, you know, a couple times a year at most, so. Yeah. Yeah. Zeke, for you? Any interest? Yeah. Okay. No. Nope. Yeah, I No, when I got is fine. I'll wait till the the Steam Deck I'll, 2 whenever that gets out. They, thank they you. mentioned it. Exactly. I'll wait until it's stronger. Like when it when it when it gets a little beefier, then that's probably when I'll look into it. Yeah, but not Give just it, for the screen. Uh, I I think Gabe was asked about that, and they said that like the tech does not exist yet for a Steam Deck to to exist. So we're going to be that's fair. That's waiting cool. for rather, it. Rather rather wait for a meaningful upgrade. Yeah, yeah. 
that was that. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Uh, we can kind of talk. Uh, Jesse was uh, a great guest to, I think, uh, discuss about this, given his uh, his history with the uh, the company slash the game. Jesse, what do you think about this WoW resurgence that's happening right now? Like this, uh, where where were you on? What what are your thoughts on all this? Okay, uh, welcome to every post BlizzCon. Yeah, is this the post BlizzCon? It happens every BlizzCon. There's like a big bump in people's excitement for WoW. But WoW, it's a meme that's going around right now, and I think it's absolutely true. I don't know how many of you have seen Ahsoka as a show, but there's a scene where I believe Ray, Ray Winstone, I think is his name, okay. where he's like, I like the idea of it, but not, you know, not the weakness, not what it is. That's oh, why yeah. everyone likes the idea of what Warcraft is, and they remember the good times and all that stuff. But I promise you, most people, when they go back to it, will be like, yeah, I got out. I don't know if I can put time into it again. Like, I don't know if I can do that. I will say the one thing that interests me is the um, new season of Discovery for Warcraft Classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like, okay, it's only up to level 25, so it's not a huge time commitment, and we're going to get weird with it, like a tanky warlock or like a healing ma- They're going to like do weird things. That could be fun to check out. Like that has me interested. Yeah. And everything else, I'm just like, yo, I got out. I spent 15 years playing WoW, and I played it all the time. Yeah, you were... I- you were Basically in it. Basically, can't go back. I'm like, I can't go back. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, is is the WoW Classic Cataclysm announcement uh, your your old name? That makes no sense to me. <laughs> I don't get it. Cataclysm's <laughs> when the they literally revamped the world and it was no longer classic. So for them to be like, it's classic Cataclysm. That's just like it's old Warcraft. It's not classic anymore. It makes no sense to me. But like, I'm not playing it. So what the hell do I care? Right. Right. Like. And then, if you enjoy uh, it, go have fun. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. The, the final question I have for you is, did, I don't think it did from the sound of, of what you said thus far, but did you watch, uh, like, Metzen's, Metzen thing? His, his moments yes. on stage? How did you feel about the Metzen moment? Metzen, if you watch the entire opening ceremony, yeah, all it did was prove that there was not a single person at Blizzard with the charisma of Metzen. Yep. Everyone that stood up there, was not even an eighth of how excited he was to be there. Like, and the fact that they haven't had him for years to present things just shows you how much they're missing out. Uh, that man came out and you knew, you're like, okay, here we go. He could have said anything and people would have been hype. But he actually dropped some cool stuff. And it's like, okay, all right. I don't know that I'll go back and play it, but I'm interested in what it is. I would love to know more, but like, I don't know if my soul still, can handle still not the big enough three pull. expansions of WoW. <laughs> still not big enough pull for you, even with, even with the sword being mentioned. The the can't that mention blew the my mind. I was so happy, but also like again, the reason why I enjoy Final Fantasy XIV at the moment is because I can walk away. Like that game does not require me to do a ton of. I can leave. Yeah, and I know that right now there's like some uproar in the Final Fantasy XIV community about be, it being like there's nothing to do right now. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I, in fact, that's why I like it. Cause I don't have to feel like I need to do stuff. Wow. Always made me feel like I have to be playing. Yeah. And that's sort of like the blizzard thing. Blizzard wants you always playing their games. I just, at some point I was like, I, I can't do this. Any, I can't do this anymore. I got to walk away. So, you know, I, I, 
I'm awesome, excited for all my friends who still play WoW and everyone who's going to get to experience that story. And I'll definitely be on the periphery like, ooh, that's neat. But I don't know that I have the emotional bandwidth to be like, all right, I'm in for another three expansions. See what happens. To nah, <laughs> I don't know that I can. Okay. All right. We'll have to, well, I guess we'll see when that comes out, whenever that is. I, th- I think, is the first yeah. expansion next year? Didn't they? Yes. Next summer? I forget what the, maybe mm, next fall? I think it's supposed to be at the, uh, yeah, in the fall of next year. Okay. That's what it was. And then yeah. it's supposed to be the release of them real quick. And it's supposed to be a three arc that wraps up the, um, all the loose the ends, world all the loose saga. threads. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a weird thing. Uh, I think I'd be up. I, I would upset the community if I didn't ask Co about uh, his first foray into, uh, well, not first. You played in the past for a very short amount of time. I, I played World of Warcraft on release uh, and had a level 4400. 4, and at the time, Ooh. I was also really big into EverQuest 2, which I then did you know world first rating and stuff and, and and left wow behind and never played it again and i now have my first character in hardcore world of warcraft classic after 18 years are you enjoying it did it get you again i am actually loving it i'm having a fantastic time but what's interesting is i'd say that's like a there's there's a chunk of it because it's this fun new world to explore and i'm enjoying it but the thing that's really making me have a good time is that I don't know what it is about the classic community. It's just great. Everyone's super helpful. Everyone's nice. Yeah, that was I really like weird. The power gamers are on too. on retail, yeah. and everyone here is just like the the streams have been immaculate. Just tons of people coming in and being like, "Oh, this is so nostalgic. I love seeing co-play in my game." Answering questions where you know ninety percent of the people saying stuff in chat are right and actually answering the question <laughs> I'm asking. And I'm, and I'm asking a ton of questions because I have no idea what I'm doing. So, um, you know, it's, it's great seeing, uh, it's also pulling together a lot of streamers from all over the map into, uh, into like this one place, which is kind of a rare thing for Twitch. It's fun kind of hanging out and, and, you know, chilling with all these streamers. I don't normally get a chance to, cause I'm kind of my lone wolf self off doing variety stuff. So, um, overall I'm, I'm loving it. I, I've, I've somehow not died yet. And, um, you know, just what, enjoying you, the ride and what level are you now? 16, 15, 16. Okay. Yep. So I'm, I'm trucking along. Like a crazy question for you, and I don't know this is true, but it feels true. Is it because it seems like the audience for classic skews older? I would not only say that, yes, absolutely, but it's the, I feel like the biggest thing is that most games, especially ones that are still most MMOs that are live, tend to have power gaming competitive communities. And I feel like the, in this very interesting way, the classic servers separate that off especially on hardcore because of how much of a risk it is to raid. So there's even less of those super competitive raiders on the server. Um, it's, it's, I'm finding it just to be much more people that are just playing to have a good time and just have fun. And like every time I get to, like every time I get to one of those large areas where there's like a, you know, a bunch of high, you look on the map and I use a death log. So it's like blood red. Cause tons of people are dying there. There's just people that are there helping keep people alive. Yeah. They're like five levels above this stuff. They're just sitting there healing people and That's... making sure everyone's good and stuff. And it's just like, this is awesome. Like it's, it's a real community vibe it's that a, I think is, is really fun. It's a very strange thing. I, I have not streamed it much, but I'm, I'm playing offline uh, around 15, I think, or 16 where you're at. And uh, Jesse, you can probably, I guess, not relate to this and how weird it is <laughs> walking around. If someone has a buff to give you, oh, dude. they just give you a buff. 
You, you're running down the road anytime you it, pass somebody, you just see like an icon appear over your head. Yeah. Say, oh, thanks. And I know it's not because <laughs> it's not because I'm streaming. My name has no relationship to who like that. I am a streamer. They just buff everyone because everyone is like trying to fucking survive. Well, and it's a weird experience. Yeah. I don't know if you now, guys I played. played WoW in a long time. Sorry, just real quick side note. I haven't played WoW in a long time, but you honestly, like, in a in a very like short or small way, you just described why I love Burning Man. Oh, is that what you're trying to talk? <laughs> yeah. It's like have a cheeseburger. We made yeah. them fresh. Hey, yeah, do you yeah, like yeah. margaritas? Instead Here you of go. buffs, they have like glitter, and you walk by them like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Plus three charisma. Yeah. That's sure. I get it. Uh, if, if JP or, or Co, did you play on original launch back in like yeah. 2004? I, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. that's when I played. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it was very similar. I, I remember vividly remember the too. things you're talking about. Like, the things you're talking about, I, I would walk around and like random druids would give me like druid buffs. Yeah. And I wouldn't, they'd like run by, boop, buffed, and keep going. And it, it has the same feel and it makes it it does feel very like it makes a difference warm huggy yeah yeah it feels yeah. it, does. Yeah, it like feels that. communal it feels like it actually is the players versus the world yeah which is really yeah. cool like you're all in here like you know making the place better and, and it's it's nice it's very nice so i've i've it's a different um i think there's not a lot of mmos that can pull off something like this i feel in a lot of ways so it's i i feel like for me personally this is like one of the best Whoa. possible times i could have returned also I've never played an MMO with hardcore. It's a different feel. It's a different feel. Like having to to really be paying attention the whole time and, and really judge your risks and kind of, you know, oh, should I do this mission? Nah, this looks pretty hard. Let me check the death map. Okay, I'm not going to do that. Like, yeah. it's it's a very different way to play uh, as somebody that's pretty are much higher. an aficionado at dying in video games. Yeah. So for me, it's a nice, you know, a, a little more entertaining change of pace. Yeah, it, it definitely changes cool. things uh, yeah. in that regard, which is cool. Um. But yeah, a hundred percent. Like I, I thought about it a lot. Co and, and, uh, and then we need to end because Co or, or Zeke's got a show to go to. But I thought a lot about it because, God, was it two years ago when Final Fantasy blew up? Uh, yeah. Like Final Fantasy blew up, but the sense of community did not exist amongst it blowing up on Twitch. Like Final Fantasy has a good community, but it blowing up amongst streamers didn't bring the streamers together. Wow. Hardcore mm. classic blowing up. It's actually like brought so many different streamers together. And it's a the, the reason why feeling. the reason why, and I, I I've made so many videos on this, but the reason why is that old vanilla. Wow. Literally was not about a story. Yeah. You played it because you were exploring a world and you had friends who you'd play with and you'd be like, what's around this corner. What's over there. Half the game had no story at all. Like if you were in the sort of like the Eastern kingdoms, half those zones had nothing but enemies. And it was about the experience of playing with friends. So I can very much understand why people would get together because war, uh, uh, Final Fantasy 14, the reason why people watched streamers is because they want to see what they would say to the story. Yeah. It wasn't like, I wonder what they're gonna do with their friends. Oh, yeah. Half the time you can't be with your friend. It was about yeah. the story. Wow. Final Fantasy 14 the is the better. Final Fantasy 14 is the best multiplayer single player game ever made <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Ac accurate yeah i would agree with that yeah. I would agree with that. absolutely and funny enough it's, it's funny you say that uh jesse because um first of all i will say this playing this game with the ai voice add-on for the quest texts is amazing if you've never seen that you should check it out it's actually like it blew my mind how good it is but 
Um, one of my big old school nostalgic MMOs is EverQuest. And what the big thing about EverQuest is there is basically no quests, funny enough. There's basic, there's very little story. It's like ambient lore. So mm -hmm. one of the things you do is you just, it, it's, it's all about the people versus the game. That's what it's all about. It's the people versus yep. the game. Um, and, and I completely see what you're saying when you're kind of like, that's kind of what classic wow is. That's what I, that's the feeling I'm getting where it's just like, you know, everyone's kind of just a big, a big group yeah. instead of a bunch of little solo players. Uh, and that's mm -hmm. awesome. Yep. It's a weird experience. We'll talk more about it next week. I am sure maybe even get someone from that, uh, that microcosm, uh, yeah. on the show. So, uh, we got to wrap up those Zeke quick, do some shout outs so you can get out of here. <laughs> what do you got going on? <laughs> we'll do. Hey everybody. Thank you for watching. My name is Ezekiel third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore I on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Ezekiel the third. I'll spell that on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you, Jesse, for joining us. I love hearing nerds talk about nerd stuff that they're passionate about. And it was just, I, I love just sitting back and hearing you like nerd out about it, even though like we had differing opinions. It's okay. I loved it still. So uh, thank you for showing up and uh, dropping your knowledge on us. Uh, thank you to Cohen JP as <laughs> always for being an awesome co-host. Uh, I have a role-playing show up for this. If you want to check it out, uh, twitch.tv slash table story. It's based in the Blade Runner universe. Uh, if you want to watch me stream, uh, I'm off on Monday, so I'm not uh, going tomorrow. But on Tuesday, I will be doing the If Then Drawing Winners game choice of Beneath the Seal Sky on CD-ROM. So if you want to check me out on Tuesday, that's what I'll be doing. Thanks for watching. Fantastic. Thank you for being here, Zeke. Have a good rest of your show. Jesse Cox. Hey, man. You want to talk to me? me about excuse me, sir? Yeah. Hey, uh, first off, thank you to the boys here for having me. I, I must stress, this is one of the best shows on Twitch, period. And uh, oh, I'm so thrilled nice they are still you. doing it. Get three amazing hosts, and I'm always excited to come on and interrupt them at all times. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, do, you like, do you like video games? Because I make them. And uh, I'm going to shamelessly plug for you a demo for our newest one. Um, myself and uh, Erdorf, who is behind the Faith series and the amazing Torpal and the wonderful Trevor who did our art and Molly Moon from the old TikTok. We made a game um, called Excuse Me, Sir, and it is a horror game that is for totally free. It's just a demo. We want to get feedback. It's on the old itch.io. Uh, it should probably be on the front page. Last time I checked, it was like in the top 30 games there. So very pleased with that. And um, definitely check it out. It is a ton of fun, and it is, you know, it operates in that uh, weird space of point-and-click horror that feels very retro. So give it a shot. Please try it out, and uh, I will uh, see you guys later. Fantastic. Co, do some shout-outs. Got a little got yogi there at the end. I like it. Uh, <laughs> as, <laughs> uh, as always, a huge thanks to JP and Zeke. And a special shout-out to Jesse. Uh, always love having you on the show, sir. That's awesome. By the way, quick other shout-out. I happen to be randomly looking for stuff about you. You're working <laughs> on another game that comes out this year, right? Um, hopefully is in the next year? six months, fingers crossed. Yes, it's called Gestalt okay. Steam and Cinder. It there is we go. a uh, platformer that is very, like, Metroidvania-ee. -E. It's awesome. It's very cool. Cool. Okay, awesome. I made a note to ask you about that. I've played that. Demo, there is a I demo think. for it. I think. Yeah. yeah, we they released a bunch of. It's on Steam. You can go look it up. Just Gestalt Steam and Cinder. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Cool. 
Very cool. Very cool. Anyway, huge thank you, Jesse. It was a pleasure talking to you as it always is. My name is Ko. Hi. Uh, we're going to be finishing up Yakuza in the very near future, possibly tomorrow morning. And then I'm probably going to be playing a lot of hardcore. Wow. Because it's a lot of fun and I'm enjoying it. So it's going to be good. But anyway, as always, thank you guys so much for being here. If I don't see you next week, and if I don't see you until then, have a good week until next week. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Fantastic. Thanks, everyone, so much for being on and being here. We'll get the VOD up over at YouTube in a little bit. Uh, I'm going to stream two-ish hours uh, before I go to dinner of some WoW Classic. I suppose we'll see how that goes. I'm not fully sold on streaming yet. Like, the idea of watching someone play WoW Classic is so fucking bizarre <laughs> to me. I can't wrap my head around it. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, and then I'm also continuing. Uh, we're doing a rerun of Monster Hunter World, where I intend to solo Fatalis, which means I got about 150 hours of Monster Hunter World in front of me. But I want to do it. God, I enjoy it. I want to play some more. And uh, wait, real quick, real quick, how did how did this challenge come around? What is this? So I made a list of goals uh, oh. a couple months back, and one of those well, goals problem. One of those goals amongst problem. a bunch right. of other stupid goals was to solo Fatalis because chat said I couldn't do wow. it. Wow. Uh, and so I started a new run. Wow. And it's a process. It takes, on average, if you're not speedrunning it, it's around like 150-ish hours to grind everything to get to that point. Well, it's been a... So I got a lot. You have an active channel on Twitch, Yeah, AP. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Viewership's actually been pretty good for it. It's funny uh, that, yeah, people like come out of the fucking woodwork when you you play Monster Hunter. They're like, oh, this one's... Rise sucks. I don't like Rise. That's usually the conversation <laughs> is how bad Rise was. Um, so, yeah, we'll do some more of that tomorrow. Whatever works, man. Whatever works. Do some Wild Classic in the evenings. That's at least the play uh, for now. Next week, uh, what release do we have? Super Mario RPG Remake comes out and Persona 5 Tactics, Tactica, Tactics, one of those. Mm, yeah. Those are both on the 17th. That. Um, there's a handful of other stuff, uh, as well as... Yakuza, which we'll talk about next week. We'll have time for it. Yeah, like a Dragon Gaiden. It's actually great. What games are you guys playing like in the next few weeks? Those are really the only two <laughs> that I've I've got on my radar. I, I'm kind I of in a holding pattern until Rogue Trader. Yeah, I for me, it's kind of like Path of Exile has a new season in December, and then there's not much for me that I'm super interested in until like January. So it's there's a brand new Rusty Lake game out called Underground Blossom. If you are not in the Rusty Lake verse, get in that. It is the best. Okay. Rusty Lake. Is this like an Alan Wake? Rusty situation? Lake is a series of like many games. Most are free. Some are like four bucks. And they're weird as hell. They're point and clicks, like old school point and clicks. And uh, a new one just came out. And I can't wait to play it. That's my, that's my plan cool. this week. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Chat. I got some folks awesome. in chat saying Rusty Lake's great. So there you go. Yeah. POE, December. That's kind of, there's not much. It's It's been a really weird, uh, I was talking about this with chat. It's been a really weird time the past six months on Twitch because we've had week after week so much to play. And when your job is like playing games, it's really nice to be like, that's a new hot release that week. Let's play that. Brand new stuff to play. And now there's kind of the 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 break in all of that stuff. Um for the first time in a long time. There are a time. lot of great games that we've, a lot of us have not been able to play. Sea of Stars. Yeah. Uh, Star Star Ocean R is awesome. I actually played that for like 10 minutes just to make sure it worked and was getting like <laughs> slapped around with a 
nostalgia sausage to my face. Like it was, it was, it feels so good. Yeah. Uh, my time at Sandrock hit 1.0. That's a really cozy. That's right. I forgot game. that came out. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, I mean, Coral Island comes out mm-hmm. soon. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, ooh, a lot, a lot of good, a lot of good things to, to, to play. Yeah. I mean, you can do your second or third Baldur's Gate three run. That, that has crossed my mind as well. Uh, funny enough, the, the meta, the Twitch meta of all things, which I did not anticipate in 2023 is wow. Classic. Hardcore. You're so, telling me, dude. Oh, oh you're Here preaching to the choir, man. Yeah. <laughs> Here we yeah, are. And, and right. I don't think that's going to die. I think that's going to stay ignited throughout the year. Uh, I think the hardcore thing makes it a lot more interesting. I yeah. think uh, you, you say that you say that, uh, you know, you're baffled that people can watch people. It's, it's a little different when you're watching somebody play and you know that like literally a 30 second series of mistakes can end 80 plus yeah. hours of, yeah. Like it adds a little bit of a, a little more tension to it. I feel like I so, suppose the viewer, especially if they're like in a hard area that you know about and stuff like that. Like if people were still free, has Coben to Westfall yet? Has Coben to Westfall? Oh, I've I've been see maybe that, maybe that's <laughs> like, the difference. That's like the big has he been to Westfall? Maybe that's the difference because like you are the the what's the you're like the the person visiting for the first time, yes. whereas I'm like. Westfall I'm a visitor. I'm never fucking. I'm in Eastfall, motherfucker. I'm on the complete. I'm not. I'm not going there. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, chat in my channel while I'm playing is like all in unison, all ten. Th- Westfall. Yeah, they're Westfall. all chat. Westfall. <laughs> Dude, the uh, we got to wrap. But Jesse, the best part, uh, one of the best parts, I should say, about WoW Classic is everyone's using a add-on called uh, is it Death Deathlog Death, Deathlog. And Deathlog actively has heat maps. It tracks uh, everyone that uses it and has, like, uh, on the tooltip, when you hover over mob, it says, like, this is the so-and-so deadliest mob in Azeroth in this zone. It tells you, like, all of this stuff. All the players on the server, it tells you what level they were, what killed them, where they were when it happened, and the last thing they said in chat. Yeah. So, like, it's it's amazing when you see a guy and it's like, yeah, he just got killed level 44 by an iron golem. Last thing you said in chat, oh, I got this golem, no problem. And it's like, yeah, there's so, they were doing a Nixia yeah, last you, night on the did server. You, did you have that? Two people golem died no during problem. the thing, so it spammed the, the server that, like, two people died by a Nixia. And the last thing they typed was like, hey, man, can I get some water? And you're just like, oh, <laughs> my God, that poor guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, somebody died last night. And, and it's the last thing you said in chat is like, let me pull that off you. I'll save you. And I was like, yeah, dude, it's, <laughs> he was, gave his it's really fun guy. to see that shit. I was watching Krendor play and someone got killed by the undercity elevator. And yeah. the last thing he said was him half typing out a sentence. Oh. And, and that's what killed him. I was like, yo, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, well, no. that, that's the other yeah, thing too. Is, uh, who like me and color playing Alliance <clears throat> and I've typically played horde. Who the fuck would ever go to undercity? Thunderbluff, like the Horde cities are just death traps. Uh, they have giant. Thunderbluff oh, is all I, up in I've the sky. Heard. Yeah, yeah. And Undercity has a fucking yeah, I've, elevator. I've been, I've been told even even in my through. little dwarf city, there's just this red ring around the center. Lava yeah. pit where yeah. people have died. People have died in the lava pit. Yeah, and, and just the auto the auto running deaths are off yeah. the charts. It's it's wild. It oh, that man. that's a fun thing to to see. So. Anyways, yeah. uh, we got to get out of here. Thank you so much for watching Drop Frames. We'll put the VOD up on YouTube for those folks who want to enjoy that. Uh, and uh, we'll be back next week, maybe with a, a WoW Classic uh, player. Maybe it'll just be three of us. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. For now, though, we're out of here. Jesse, once again, thanks for joining us for the Island yeah. Wake 2 spoiler Thank cast you for in general. Me. And we'll see you guys next week for more Drop Frames. We're out of here. Have a good one.
Bye-bye.